Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another amazing episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. And my name is Dan. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 109. I can't believe it, Steve. We're just kicking ass this year. I'm kind of proud of ourselves, really. We really are. Are we taking names, though, or no? Um, I believe we are kicking names and taking ass, as they say. Hey, that ain't my line. Watch your fucking Avengers movie, Mr. Endgame. Mantis, I believe. I'm going to go ahead and cite my sources and say Mantis. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, how's it going? Steve, it's been a week, man. It's been a week. Yes, it has. It's been quite... And these weeks are going by, for me, very fast because I leave the house. For others, they've been texting me being like... Like, I'll wake up to text that it seems like I missed a conversation. Like, I wake up and I get a... Bro, I don't know how much longer, bro. I'm like, I missed part of this conversation. <laughs> I did not. And they're just losing it at the house. Yeah, they're they're, they're in their it. head. They're having an inner dialogue and then they're giving you <laughs> or inner monologue, I guess. And they're giving you the other part of it, expecting you to understand what's going on. Like, don't look good, bro. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. Exactly. I'm like, I have you, no idea what you're talking really? about. And he's uh, like a friend of mine, my boy Jacques. He's uh, he's like ripped. And he's like, I'm not anymore. I'm like, come on. He's like, no, it's gone. All this work, it's gone. I was like, oh, my God. You know what I'm seeing? I'll say no names. I won't say names, but because uh, trust me, I'm in this weight gain camp. But I'm seeing a lot of people, much like what you're saying, one person in particular that's a very, like, always working out, really into yeah. weight training. And when you can't, <laughs> when you can't lift weights anymore, man, you know what happens. So clothes are tighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, people look more uncomfortable walking down the hall and they're in their dress clothes and stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't walk against the wind anymore. Uh uh-uh, uh, them heavy, them, them heavy clip clops of the shoes are now like, because it's fucking, because people are like, dude, seriously, I think, honestly, I, if I wore the clip clop dressy shoes, I'm sure I would be like that. But I've been walking a lot lately, bro, and it's not helping. I think that this whole, like, just being inside and being kind of like, I wish I had your schedule where I knew that Monday through Friday I was going to be working. I have like a solid schedule. My schedule kind of fluctuates. I know what days I'm working, of course, but like my schedule fluctuates. So it kind of keeps yeah. me in this weird limbo. Like I'm the same way. Like, fuck, what day is it? Is it Wednesday? Is it th- I forgot for a second that we were recording today, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it's uh, the only thing that keeps me going. A is a routine. B, the Apple Watch, dude, it gets in your head. It'll tell you, you haven't burned the calories that you normally burn. What's going on? You're like, oh, damn. Fuck God. you, Apple Watch. Don't be so judgy. Exactly. And it will tell you when to stop when you're like, okay, you've reached your how much you, otherwise it won't go off. And when you stop working out and you push it in, it'll be like, oh, you didn't do the amount you did yesterday. So I guess you're good with that. And then it'll keep on reminding you throughout the day, you still haven't hit that calorie limit. You still have all day long. It's it's a trip. And it just makes me, okay, well, I got to go on a jog. I got to go on a two miler. or I got to go on a this or I got to do this. Yeah, man. I don't know. This new normal. I don't like it. I don't think if I if I was to like come from another planet and see what was happening here, I'd be like, this place is fucking dead. Like, let's just go bounce to Mars and see what's happening or something, because these well, people do not planet, know how to live it up. All they have to do is see uh, the president and they'll be like, this planet is jacked <laughs> or at least one country is. Hey, speaking of another country real quick. Oh, sniff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's let's oh, not let's not you know let's not forget oh, the star of the show here, ladies and gentlemen. We are not alone today, and I'm happy to say that because it sucks being alone. You know, solitude sucks, man. I would like to say that about just a couple months ago, I met this guy face to face. Been talking to him for a while. Did not realize how much I would end up liking this guy. He went from like my friend across the pond to being like my bruff. You know what I mean? And I'm happy to say, you've heard his voice before. He's been on the show very shortly, but now it's time to be the feature act, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, from Blurred to Us, Heroes of Noise would like to welcome Nana Pratt to the show. Nana, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on, guys? I was just chilling, thinking like, wrong. What are these guys going to introduce you? So I'm going to jump into the conversation. Hey, man, you know, we have, a, we have a thing that we do. We have to make sure that the crowd knows that we're okay before we start doing these secondary characters. You know what I'm saying, man? So just chill out. Just chill out a little bit. No, I'm just kidding, man. No, no worries. How are you, dude? I'm blessed, man. Like, literally, um, I'm one of those kind of people that, like, I'm an introvert and an extrovert to a certain extent. Like, my personality is majority an extrovert, but, like, I'm a nerd. So, like, being at home, just watching TV, playing computer games is like right on my alley. Like it's one of those ones where if it, we weren't in a lockdown, like let's say I had a holiday or something, yeah. majority of my time would probably be spent indoors. Like normally when I go abroad, I go abroad to relax, chill, play computer games. Where like other people when they go abroad on holiday, they like to go out and do adventurous things. Me, that's the time I used to catch up on sleep and like you know function and do things that when I'm at home, I might not be able to get done because, like, you know, I'll be getting bothered by my family or, you know, some other half will want to do stuff. And I'm just like, I just want to sit home, binge TV and play some computer games. So for me, I'm doing quite cool. The only thing that's a little bit jarring is that, like, um, as you're talking about, like, the weight gain, most of my exercise comes from, like, playing sports. So with my American football season being suspended, um, I'm not training. And, um, you know, that is where a lot of the time I, I get to do my, you know, running around, uh, some, a bit of weight training and like, you know, being active. So that's a bit of a bummer, especially like this is going to be um, the first time in like ages that I've like played for a different team. And so it was going to be interesting just to see how that dynamic works in it. Um, and um, by football, I'm talking about American football, like. For those that are over there in the States that think like, oh, us guys in the UK don't play American football, we do, and we've got like an amateur league over here, and it's, it's quite big, and um, it's quite fun, actually. Like, I love playing American football. I'm actually quite big into American football. Um, you guys aren't really too much big into American football, are you? You see, that's the problem, Nana. That's the problem with me. I, I, I don't know where my sports gene went. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like sports was on in the house. But Pops wasn't really into it either. We had friends in the in the sports circle, and we'd go to games. We'd get free tickets to stuff like that. And I enjoyed mm. it personally. I did. But it's just never been something where, like, all of my uh, my fandom and where I really put my, my yeah. energy as far as being, like, a geek usually falls into music or movies. And it's just that's just always yeah. the way it's been, you know? So long, long story uh, short, no would be the answer. Nah, that's mad. Because obviously, like, you know, we're recording Thursday. It's like Thursday evening here for me and it. Well, like, I'm excited because, like, later on, uh, we're going to have the NFL draft in it. And, like, it, it kind of gives some normality to the situation that we're going through because, like, they're still planning on having the NFL season run as normal. So, you know, they've just had, like, free agency. The draft is still going on. Um, and then, obviously, it's just going to be different because the draft is not like a really 
big thing and it's like televised and there's loads of people around yeah but like it's all it's all getting done online so it's just gonna be funny to see how that works because like let's say for example like it's your turn on the clock in it and like your your wi-fi drops out <laughs> like you know <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's got potential to cause some um maybe not in the first round because the first round is like just like the main focus and they normally have a lot of time between picks in it but when it gets to like day two and day three it kind of gets sped up in it so if, if there's anything technically goes wrong in it, but these people are all like billionaires and like you know CEOs and stuff in it, so you would expect them to have the very best technology and to have the very best tech support in it. So you would hope that none of these things go wrong in it. So it'll be it's just, it's just gonna be interesting to see in it. And obviously, I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan, so I'm looking forward to see who pick with our pick to, um, this year and just you know looking forward to the season. Nice man, Steve. What about you? Mm. Are you watching any of this this uh, draft? a negative bro i only watch basketball and uh i watch i watch a little bit of um rugby with maj that's about it yeah okay cool talking about, like obviously I, I don't i don't fully know what's on the pool sheet for today but since you brought up basketball have you watched the first couple of episodes of the last dance thing on netflix i did actually yeah i watched the first two episodes man um real mm. quick i will i'll talk with you for a second but i have to say and I'm not joking, man. There's something going on with me right now where it's like, dude, I'm just staring at the television and I'm taking in all kinds of content. And then I like turn the television off. I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? And it doesn't mean that I didn't like it. It's just stuff's just yeah. kind of like how they say things go in one ear and out the other. Like that's what's happening Ooh. to my brain right now. So yes. And, wow. um, but I got to tell you, that was a seriously solid two episodes that I've seen so far. The first one that's basically about Jordan and of course watched- Pippen. You haven't seen any of it? I haven't, I haven't seen any of it, so just no no spoilers. I'm I'm gonna get to it, but like also I'll just ask it because obviously like we we're talking about the topic of basketball, innit? So I just wanted to see if you guys had watched it. Um, I, 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 haven't. My I haven't either. You haven't watched it yet. No, no, I'm still I'm still uh like Jordan is not being a Laker fan, he's not exactly um someone most Laker fans can just watch a documentary about. <laughs> like Oh, 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 hold up! Like, can you can you say? Are you saying Lakers? Yes, he's a Laker fan. Why? But the, why, why? Why? Why are you saying it like Lakers? I said Lakers. A, a Laker, Laker fan. Ah, you're, you're you're pronouncing it like liquor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we really? Lakers. <laughs> Here, like, wait. It's Lakers, man. It's the Lakers. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're talking to a man yeah. who has. I bleed. I bleed that purple and gold. I bleed it. And so when people are like, when people are like, hey, man, hey, you want to watch a Jordan documentary? I'm like, "Uh, that's that's apostasy, bro. That's blasphemy. Mm -hmm. I can't do that, bro. I ain't got no beef with that. I'm just saying your your pronunciation, yeah, just sounds funny to me, innit? Because it's Lakers and you're saying Lickers. I'm literally. I'm about to. I'm about to get on the. Fu- I'm about to get on a plane, Nana. For real. <laughs> I'm about to get on a straight up plane and risk the corona and go over there and cough all over the place, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'm waiting for you to Facetime me. So you flying over? I ain't seen that anytime soon. So boy, you can. You can like. Oh, was, it, was, was, was was it 106 when you were talking about doing this? Um, the game night. I was just like, you know what? Yeah. If this game night happens, yeah. I'm 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 gonna buy the lottery that week because clearly the stars are, have aligned and like good things are gonna happen. Do you know what I mean? Like I might as well put a bet down. Like 
don't know what's like the, the the Cleveland Browns are gonna win the next Super Bowl because yo, you're talking mystical things here, you know. It's, it's going, going to happen. happen. It's, it's going, going to happen. happen. I don't oh, listen, if it happens, listen, I've I've told you already from from way back in. I was like, listen, when I get when I get myself suited, yeah, I'm gonna get married in that year. Like I'm gonna throw you an invite, innit? So it's down to you whether you wanna come. You're gonna get invited, but again. I believe it when I see you there in the UK, and you know, <laughs> you give me a call, and say, "Yo, dude, I'm, 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 in, I'm, in. I'm just gonna show up. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, a, a an entrance like five minutes into the show, and be like, look here, ladies and gentlemen, with my pink, my pink tuxedo. Okay, a pink tuxedo, yeah. All right, cool. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, you guys, uh, this is actually quite topical. Steve, I've been sitting on this for a week. This is regarding oh, what Nana was just talking about. Do you mind if I play something for you, real quick? Uh, yeah. No, no, All right. Okay. This, this is a cool. This is a voicemail that we got from someone that you may know, Steve. Uh, Favon, <laughs> I believe, is how it's uh, pronounced. Yeah, Favon. Oh, All right. You ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. Voice message from one week ago. Here we go. Hi, guys. It's Favon. I am listening to episode 106. And um, you guys are talking about game night and Steve <laughs> having game night. No, it's not going to happen in 2020 <laughs> unless somebody else puts it on at somebody else's house and then it's not even a Steve game night. <laughs> so I love you, Fave Neff, but I don't see you doing game night in 2020. Sorry. And um, in case you guys didn't remember, Steve did talk about going to game night with his girl, um, I don't remember which episode it was, but he did briefly talk about it. He didn't go into the details that he went into today, but yeah, that was a thing. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> no, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Here's why I'm going to have a game night. Here's why it's because a, I said it to bell and it's, it's over. So in a way, Angie's right. Cause it's going to happen at my crib, but I'm not going to be the one in charge. And B, I didn't know how easy it is. You really just put the games on the table and be like, hey, make drinks for everybody and be like, play whatever you want. Play whichever game suits you. I thought I had to entertain everybody. I don't. Yeah, but you do. No, you do. This is the thing. Like, this is the thing you're not understanding, yeah? <laughs> if you're hosting an event at your place, yeah, you have to mingle. Whether you like it or not, yeah, because the event's there, yeah? And, or let's say it's not even at your house and it's at Belle's house, yeah? Yes! As... as as her as her partner, you have to mingle with the people. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those like unwritten rules in a relationship, isn't it? Whether you like it or not, yeah, you got you know you got to do the little necessities and be like, oh, how's like everyone having fun and want more drinks? Do you know what I mean? That is still you still got to play host. You can't just well, like sat there in a, sat there in a corner. I don't know, reading a magazine or something. No, but but if you're if I'm playing a game, say I'm 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 playing, you know, our, Dan and I's favorite game, you know. Poker, right? You know how we rock at poker. You know how right good now. we are at that. <laughs> and say we're, we're playing poker and other people are playing their game. I don't have to get up and be like, everybody having fun. I'll be like, no, I'm playing a game. You're playing a game and they're playing a game. I'll be involved with playing the game. I will get up and put on the, hey, I hope everybody's having fun. But yeah. in, in my brain, it was pretty much doing stand-up comedy for the night as everyone's playing games. And it's not that. As long as I have, I make great drinks. I could just be at the bar and uh, just 
making drinks at the bar. Translation, you're a nervous host. I'm very nervous, dude. I've got like a, a, I wouldn't say it's a question. I just want some information in it. Like, obviously, like for those of us that are like Facebook friends of you, and we see every once in a while, Bell posts up like some nice pictures of you and that in it. And it's really cute to see in it. And it looks like you got yourself a real one there in it. I just wanted to know, like, how, how did you set along with Bell? Because I don't know what episode it was yet, but you just randomly came out. But I was like, right, oh, okay. You know, that's that's interesting. So how did you set along on Bell instead of, like, Babes or uh, Shorty or one of them other... Oh, you, okay. Um, what happened was, uh, I don't know if I was... Uh, I don't know if I watched a movie or I don't, but Belle was in my head and she did something really sweet. And I was like, oh, my Belle. And it just Aww. stuck. It, it just, just stuck. Aww. Exactly. <laughs> it just stuck. <laughs> man, 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 like ghosts coming with a smooth, yeah? Gee, I don't see it. I still don't see it, bro. I, still, <laughs> I got common last week too. And I was like, I don't see that either. Oh, man. But now, now that I shaved it off, though, it probably, I look way different. So now it's all gone. But now tell me, not to get in a relationship here or all that, but do you have like a, uh, like a name for your, for your um, wonderful woman? Um, no, not really, you know. Like, I, I say babes a lot, in it? Like, I call them my babes. Um, That's That's but like, it's, got, it's, it's going to the point, no, but it's going to the point that I use babes so much. Like, I use babes for everybody, in it? like literally... Uh, I just like even like amongst the man them like, like oh cheers babes like it's like, <laughs> like it just become like it just become like such a common term in it and uh, um, it, it, do you know what I mean and also it's because like because I talk like literally nine times out of ten yeah if I'm talking to someone on text or whatever I'm talking to her in it so there will be times where I actually be like oh like oh, thanks babes and I'm just like actually hold on I'm not talking to my girl I'm talking mm. to somebody else. But it's just one of those things, like, like it's just a word I've just gotten so comfortable with, comfortable with, isn't it? That's uh, real. That now, do, do you guys are you guys still dating during the Corona situation? Yeah, but I don't really get to see her as much, in it. Like, obviously, the first couple of weeks, like, we both kind of took it proper serious, in it. Like, we both, you know, <laughs> stayed. I, I stayed at my 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 yeah. my mom's house. She stayed at her parents' house, in it. And you know, like. Um, we've both got older parents in it, so we're just like, you know what? Let's play it safe. Let's not see each other. Like, if I did go around hers, like I'll be sat in the car, and she'll be like, you know, outside, and we'll, we'll talk there in it. But in terms of like, you know, proper chilling with each other, we weren't really doing that. But like, obviously, for me, once it passed, like the, the initial like three week period, three week period where like I wasn't showing any symptoms, I was like, you know what? I've pretty much not been around nobody other than my family members, and you've pretty much been around nobody but your family members, isn't it? So if we're both not showing symptoms, we should be able to hang out with each other, and you know we shouldn't technically infect each other. Obviously, like I'm not expert in this whole coronavirus thing, in it. So that's been my understanding. So I've only really been hanging out with people that I know that have been like proper in quarantine. And even then, we like we're practicing our social distance in it. So for the most part, we're far apart from each other. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, it's it's cool. You know, it's 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 fun in it. Like at, at the same time, because um, like not not in a negative way, but like when you're apart from someone that you're normally with all the time, like you, you sometimes talk a little bit more, and then also at the same time, yeah. And again, not in a negative way, like. I got, I got, I get my own free time in it. Like literally, 
I'm watching anime like 24-7 and I'm gaming and like, you know, she's just like, oh, pay attention to me, do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, sometimes they want attention, but when you're in different houses, like, she's doing her own thing and then I'm doing my own thing, like, I even find myself like messing with like, raw like, are you going to talk to me today? Like, well, where's, where's my phone call? Like, sometimes I'm like, a little bit like the needy one being like, raw babes, you're not going to, you're not going to holler at me today or night. So, uh, it is an interesting dynamic. I think it would have been very interesting if we were like living together because then we'll be oh, around yeah. each other like 24 7 like yeah. in each other's space all the time so that would have been quite a funny and interesting dynamic like i think it would be more entertaining because like you know we could have like done more couple stuff together and, and things like that like binge shows together um but yeah no it's cool man um we've been dating like nearly three years in september i believe wow yeah, man. It's, it's been good. It's fun. Oh, heck yeah, dude. I didn't know that was three years. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty confident it's three years come September. So I've got... If, we, if we're still in lockdown, though, I'm calling it. That means I don't have to do nothing because we can't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> what, now, Dan, you're not in the... You're not doing the... You and Gail pretty much stay inside. I mean, I go to work. and I, I have to get out, dude. I'm having some... <laughs> I'm having some issues. You're losing it, bro. Bro, I'm serious. Like, if we're if we're going to talk about it, I'm just being real with you. You're losing it, bro. I don't like it. I'm not wired this way. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Don't get me wrong. I love hanging out with my family and everything. And I know they love mm. hanging out with me. But I think we're all sort of wired to where it's just like the clock is ticking, man. And I don't know how much. More. I mean, we, obviously, we have to take it until they say, you know, they open up the yeah. floodgates and go, go for it, guys. But and I'll be fine. But I, I would definitely say that it's it's fucking with me a little bit mentally, you know, Um I don't know, maybe, maybe it's like a fog or something like that. And and Gail was even saying the same thing, too. She just sort of feels like she's kind of trapped inside. And she's working mobily throughout the week. So mm. she's inside for sure, you know. And then once the day's done, you know, she'll step out. Uh, she's The way that she's kind of keeping herself sane is she's stepping out in between, you know, because you can't, if, when you're working mobile, you can pretty much yeah. just run your thing from home, right? Obviously. And so she's going outside and like doing exercises and stopping and doing planks and stuff like that yeah. you know just stuff to keep mm. herself she's exercising more than i am i'll tell you that much yeah but that's the only thing i've really had is exercising which is really just now equating to because i have no weights or anything so it's just equated to yeah. me walking like six miles a day and then of mm. course working like i'll work tonight but mm -hmm. my work situation and i won't bore you guys with this but my work situation lately has been go and sit in a room and wait for patients that aren't going to come so mm. I've had very long stretches of just sitting on my ass all the time. And I'm now at this mm. point where like, I'm trying to sort of adjust things. I'm going to adjust my diet a little bit and just, I'm trying to change my mind frame up a little bit so I can kind of get through this next wave of however long this is going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you know, you were saying you don't have no weights in it, but also you could do like a lot of body exercises or like some squats, some press ups. Right. Yeah. Sit ups. you know, if you've got like, I don't know, like a, a gallon of water or anything like that. You can use that just to do some kind of, like basically except use it like as a kettlebell. Mm -hmm. So there, there's, there's more than things you can find around the house to like, you know, um, replicate weights. So like Steve, what, I, what, I, what I'm getting at Steve is that Nana just punched a hole in my whole entire, <laughs> you know, logical what? thought. Basically, yeah, he just called me life. out. No, no, it's true. You called me out. You caught me. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I've just, it's made me lazy is what I'm saying, guys. It's made me quite lazy. No, I get it. Like even when I go to the park to do all that stuff, the bars and stuff, it's it's not as fun as hitting the weight and it's not 
as you know, whatever. But I tell you what, it's like, hey, it does the job. You know, it's saying it does the dips, the pull-ups, the chin-ups. It'll it would at least like I don't see I see myself losing weight. Um, I don't have the bulk I had, but at least I'm keeping some sort of something. You know, people could tell I'm definitely losing, but I'm like, hey, that's better than something else, I guess. I'll just, I'll take it. But uh, I, I, I can't wait to get back to the gym. Yeah. You know, talking about gym, I've got like a, a semi-funny story about the gym, innit? So obviously, like, me and, me and uh, Dan were at C2E2, innit? So much and, fun. Um, saving lives. A lot of fun. Yeah, saving lives. A lot, lot, lot of fun. You know, me, me, me and Dan shared a room for the night, you know. Sorry, girl, but, you know. You said you'd never mention that night, sir. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, a nice chilled one. Um, But yeah, so literally, uh, things happened at C2 Tim. So I was like, you know what? Like, I gotta get back in the gym, innit? So I came back to I came back to London, and like for the first couple of days, I went to the gym. Then I didn't go to the gym for a while, innit? And then then my girl was like, oh, let's go to the gym, innit? So we went to the gym. I think on the first day, and then the very next day, yeah. Did we not all get email basically saying that, oh, someone from our gym has got COVID-19. Oh, so they're shutting down the gym. So I, I was just like, hold on. I, did, I, I didn't go to gym for all this time, yeah? And then, like, you know, that was cool. The one day I go back to the gym, the very next day I'm getting this email. I was just like, raw. Do you know, I should just stay at home and I'm going to the gym. Jeez, dude. I didn't know it. Yeah, that would be, because uh, I know at our gym, in Fresno, it actually stayed open longer than anyone felt comfortable with it staying open. It like kept on going. And then the um, a local paper did an article about why is this gym still the only one open? Then the next day, he's like, what are you talking about? I closed yeah, it. Yeah, threw that and shade then, at him publicly. And he's <laughs> like, I better stop doing this. Yeah, because everyone was still going. The parking lot was packed. And so once that stopped, I went to Dick's. I bet you did. Oh, here oh. we go. <laughs> um, um, it's a local sport, sporting goods store. And we went there and the dumbbells were cleaned out. I mean, the day of people bought all the dumbbells. And, and, and they go up to like, uh, they went up to like 120. And I'm like, people even bought the 120s, G. What are you going to do at the, cr-? anyway. So I'm just like, uh, now you get online and people are selling one dumbbell for 147, you know, two dumbbells for $300 because they're like, where are you going to get them from? And so a lot of people, man, that used to work out, you could see that it's it's messing with their whole mental. Like they're changing. They're not as, you know, but, you know, for me, it's like, well, just go on a jog, man. Jogging helped a lot. I don't think I'll ever stop now. I think that it's just going to be something I now add into my, um, my, my, instead of doing the treadmill, I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to go out for a jog from now on. So that, that's a plus. That's one thing that this thing gave me that I'm like, oh, I would have never thought of jogging. You want to know what's scary about this, guys? This is what's scary. Like, Steve, you're saying that you can't go and get a weight set because they're they're gouging the prices online, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is kind of like a prelude to, like, say, Walking Dead. Like, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily Walking Dead as far as there's going to be people, you know, rising and, and the dead walking. But what I'm getting at is, let's, not, let's take Walking Dead out of it. Just some kind of, like, post-apocalyptic scenario, right? Mm-hmm. If people are price gouging weights... Can you imagine what's going to happen when it starts coming down to like vital items like water oh, yeah, yeah, and gasoline 100%. and things like that, man? It's it's kind of scary when you think about it because humans are ugly and yep. it's and it doesn't matter. Like no matter what the situation is, it's always revolved around money. And that's really fucking like, scary, dude. Yeah. 
So, like, there was there was one meme, I think Janine was the one who posted it, and it hit very true. Because, like, you know, when everyone, like, watches Jurassic Park, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, um, why would these people constantly keep reopening uh, a park for dinosaurs after what they've seen previously happen? But then, you know, there's rumours that, you know, a lot of places in America are going to plan to start reopening, like... Oh, it's happening. And we're still in the, mi- we're still in the middle of this crisis. And then, again, like, with people are just stupid in a sense like look how many people just like hoarded toilet roll and hoarded food <laughs> like o- o- over here about a week after everyone like hoarded a lot of shit yeah um there was pictures surfacing of people like f- having to leave out food that had gone to waste because they bought it things didn't go as crazy and then the food's now you know out expired and there's just a lot of wastage and it's just one of those ones yeah I am glad in the sense that we'll hope. Well, I, I talk figuratively. Like I'm glad that you know we'll never have aliens come or mute, people have mutant powers here, because like we would not be able to handle it. Like the the world will just end in it. Like it would just be too crazy. No, I'm thinking like for me, I just like Dan said. Okay, we're seeing we're seeing you know. Hey, this is the this is what could be a foreshadowing of things to come. In my opinion, and I've all I've said this for like the last I don't know maybe few years. The longer I think about it, I, I, I told Dan I read this book called Parasite Rex, and I was like, oh no no no, I think this is just a pre- this is a predecessor of what's going to wipe out humanity. No, mm-hmm. it's a matter now. Maybe it's a hundred years, two hundred years away, but I don't think I think if you notice as this thing came, the world got better as far as nature. When we were taking out of the co- equation, nature returned. Nature mm-hmm. got better. That's the where I was going. The world got better. Yeah. Everything looks bluer. Things look more green. And I'm like, oh, I think it's nature being like, let's try this. Oh, it yeah. does work. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, like, okay, this is just a little dipping the toe in the water. Once it starts, I mean, this virus is smart enough to get into a child, knowing that the child is in his final host. And just being like, this thing will go and it, it touch everyone. I, I want to stay in this and just get passed along without anyone knowing. I'm like, oh, it's over. It's over for us. And we just have to become okay with that. We have to become, because as Dan knows, he's he's more in the medical, medical, medical side. You know, once we get these, uh, once we get these medicines to take care of these viruses and be, these bacteria, both learn how to avoid them. They just learn how to be like, okay. Now that we know that thing, we're going to learn how to get around that. Yeah, and nature once finds a we way. Get to, that's it. And once we get enough resistant uh, bacteria, viruses, parasites, it is game, set, match. I'm calling it now. And like I said, it could be 100, 200, 300, 1,000, 2,000 years. We've only been here for a blink of an eye. We've been here for a blink of an eye, considering what the, you know, the dinosaurs are here for, what, 260 million years? We've been here for 250,000. And they'll be like, yeah, we might have just been a quick like, okay, yeah, that was fun. Let's just call this. Let's call this a day. Didn't work. I think it's over. It didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> We're like sea monkeys. We're sea monkeys for exactly. higher powers is what we are. Yeah, you like, know what's going oh. on right now is like there's in some alternate universe, there's this higher power grocery store. Or maybe there's like some some deity that's like watching their version of television. It's like, is your planet corrupt? Is your planet overcrowded? <laughs> Try the COVID-19. And then the motherfucker was at the store one day. He's like, oh, here it is. I heard about this COVID-19. Shakes it up and shit. Yeah, let's try this out. Go home and try it. And then suddenly this happens. That's what's going on. Can we push? Can we push pause right now? Not sure. not on your recorder. Dan, that is like one of the most brilliant things you've ever said. 
That was really, really interesting what you just said. I, I, th- I know you want to go forward, but what, uh, dude, that is freaking hilarious right there. Like, seriously, some higher being. That is really smart, Dan. I don't think you're not going to give yourself credit right now. Oh, but I totally later am. on, think about how smart what you just said was. And we're <laughs> I don't gonna, know. I'm going to be thinking about it later. It's a hypothetical that one must consider. I mean, I'm an Why agnostic guy. That's I, hey, man, I don't deem myself like an, uh, an atheist. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely am more of an agnostic. It's sort of like prove me wrong or show me show me something to make me really sway one direction. But we're all here for some strange reason. This is just this is big like laboratory experiment. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the next dimension where, where that's making all this shit happen? And I'm not going to get into that stoner talk or anything like that, but I'm just saying it's, it's maybe it's possible, you know, like freaking smart. Dude. Look at it this way. Look at it this way, guys. Seriously. I, I know of, like this is far fetched, but remember when you bought sea monkeys, you ever buy sea monkeys? Yeah, you're just some kid. I didn't, and you, but I saw. But you you it. get the you get the what I'm talking about. Though. Oh, it's just course, some kid yeah. going into a store and going, oh, look at this little pack of life that I can start by just adding water. And then about three days later, who knows how long that is in sea monkey land? It could be like you know three thousand years or something like that to them. But uh, you know what? I'm done. I'm just bored with this shit. I'm just gonna dump it all out. Maybe we're just Dude. this huge experiment, bro. Well, see, I was. I know you know those. Speaking of stoner talk, I I I'm like on a. I was I got sucked into this page where it's just like, uh, this is how weird time is. Like you're closer now to this than you were to the, like, and they they did this thing where you know you see all these dinosaurs, the Stegosaurus and a T Rex always in the same pictures, and they're like the Stegosaurus is like the T Rex is closer to us in time than the T Rex to the Stegosaurus. I was like, oh my god, we haven't been here before a second, G. We haven't been here but for a second. If we got wiped out years later, a million years down the road, they'd be like, oh, that weird, that weird uh, existence, that weird living thing only existed for a second. And it was, a, they, were, they were flawed anyway. They ruined the earth for a while. And now we got it back to normal. I just think that it's almost that time, bro. I think it's almost that time where... Um, because if we were actually making a good imp- like a good imprint on this world, when we got taken out of it, people would be freaking out, being like, look at all the smog. Look at all the terrible stuff. We need to get humans back on the street. That is not what's happening. It's just not what's happening. The Earth, if anything, is just saying, hey, keep this virus going for as long as we possibly can. Yeah, something's working. Let's try this some more. <laughs> uh, monologue from Steve there is that, Steve interacts with other people's Facebook pages, but he doesn't interact with the heroes of my page. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, you don't. Okay. Here's what you don't want. Dan doesn't want this either. Dan does want, oh. does not want Steve stoner talk on heroes of noise. Facebook. It's just Steve talk. That's true. We just want, we just want, we just want you to tap, man. When you coming back to the chat, I can't. Once you leave, you can't join. That's Why not true. But I'd like to point out something real quick. Did you notice how fast Nana, when you when you called Steve out, he deflected to me? <laughs> You're like, Steve, what's your problem? Well, let's talk about Dan for just a second. Well, you have found Steve's kryptonite. Here's the funny part. Uh, uh, Favon was talking to me, and she said, she said something. Oh, she was talking about something random. She's like, yeah. And then you know, we all start watching it, and the the chat went crazy. And I went on, and she's like, check out the chat. And I went on Heroes of Noise. I was like. I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, oh, you're not in there, are you? I'm like, oh. see? <laughs> She's like, 
Oh, you don't know what's happening, do you? You missed some you missed some quality conversations, man. I know. I've been told Favon would just send me stuff be like, oh, you weren't in there, are you? Well, you just don't know. Mm. What can I say? You can't turn a tree into a turtle, right? You can't. <laughs> nah. It's just he is. Steve is who he is. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm not. I'm not good at all that. Uh, um, but being you know, friendly stuff. I'll put. I'll put stoner. I'll put Steve's stoner talk on in Facebook. That's not a problem. All right, cool. But you're not a stoner, though. This is just Steve logic. Oh. The world according to Steve. That's, That's your stoner true. talk. And they. They. I would. I'll get kicked out of the. Uh, the Here's a noise page somehow for sure. Your admin. How's that even going to happen? I don't know, Becca. <laughs> I've got a quick question. Yeah. So, wait. So, Steve, we just had four twenty. Yeah. So, did you spark up? No. You heard about my bad trip a few years ago. I just it didn't go well. It didn't go well. <laughs> the right. vape story. Oh, dude. No, the actual <laughs> roll up story. Oh, oh! You told me about that, right? Yes. And okay, okay. It, it I just thought it was didn't just go me. well, and so I just said, you know what? It's not. For, it's not for me because it triggers my nausea centers. I just don't like it. Oh. <laughs> well, Nana, I'll thank you to not talk about that evil jazz cabbage on our show because that's uh, <laughs> properties of the devil, sir. And none of us do that stuff. Did you, Nana? Nah, man, I didn't, man. Well, the work I, the work I'm training to do. Um, they, you know, random drug testing, you can't have nothing like that in your system. And then obviously yeah, over yeah. here, it's it's still pretty illegal uh, to smoke weed, isn't it? But um, maybe in a couple of years, they'll relax it a little bit. But in terms of like how it's used in the workplace, um, the job that I'm doing, it will never be allowed in the workplace. Uh, so. I see you now. You know, you can always tell someone who skirts the law when they can say pretty legal, pretty illegal. You know, that's pretty illegal. But there's other things that are like more illegal. But that's pretty, <laughs> pretty illegal, though. Yeah, because like it's illegal, but there's certain areas that you go to, yeah, and you will just get a whiff of that smell. You're just like, like raw. Like someone is smoking some good weed. You know what I mean? Like so, <laughs> even though it's illegal, there will be certain areas you go to. Just walking down the street, it's like raw. Like I remember when I was on the buses. Yeah, there's a couple of times where I get on the bus, it's like raw. My bus stinks of weed, man. Like he's just blazing <laughs> on my bus. That's I didn't know they random t- randomly drug tested. Well, I, I guess they do out here in some jobs too. They mm. but slowly California is getting out of that hole. They're like, you know what? Forget it. Like I know most places are just like forget it. <laughs> well, it seems to me like if you're in transportation, any form of transportation, yeah. you probably got to make sure you're not keyed up when you're behind the wheel or yeah, operating some large machine. You know? Well, no, that's weird because Uber doesn't. That's, that's crazy. Transportation, yeah. Uber doesn't random because they can't. That's technically transportation with a max of like four or five people in a car. That like, if you're driving, let's say a bus, you got maybe oh, yeah. easy fifty people. A train, you got maybe like seven hundred people. Do you know what I mean? So the, the 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 numbers are massively different as well as in terms of like if an incident was to happen in a car. Um, most well, again, I don't even know what you guys do in terms of speed, but. Most places you're going about 30 miles per hour in it. So if you do have an impact at that speed, you're yeah, less likely to, you know, do something fatal. But then let's say a bus is much bigger than a car. So if, if a bus is traveling at 30 miles per hour and it, it, it hits something and, you, you know, you got full on, you got full bus, that's a lot of damage. And then again, same with a train. But you're in a train that's going about 100 miles per hour and, you know, it derails, like, boy, the chance of anybody actually surviving that is... It's slim to nothing. You get me? 
Yeah, for me, I think I would be uh, like, first of all, I don't know how you can be sober and drive a bus full of children. I don't know how they do that, period. Yeah, yes. word. I agree. I, I agree. just don't know how that works. Secondly, they should allow you at least one shot an hour. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Otherwise, you know, you there'll be a bunch of missing children. But um, I think like as far as the other stuff, I don't I would first have to look at the signs and be like, has have we had an accident because of of uh, I don't know. But because of being due to being under the influence of, of marijuana, has that been the cause of an accident? And if not, I'll be like, well, until it is, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what are we waiting on? I mean, that's going to be the most chill bus driver, Uber driver, whatever driver. I'm like, oh, he's the best. Every time I come in, he doesn't talk to me. He doesn't say hi. Let's go. Mm, he's like Otto on The Simpsons. <laughs> I don't remember him. Is his name Otto, the bus driver? Yeah. That's a joke that just went nowhere. Anyway, let's proceed. Let's do it. <laughs> Nana, real quick, man, I want to talk to you about your girl. Is she a fiance? Is she a girlfriend? Where are we at with this? Nah, right now, right now we're at the girlfriend stage, isn't it? Okay, okay. Just making but sure. Like, I don't want to use the prop I don't want to use improper terms, is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, but it's one of those ones because like calling her my girlfriend seems like kind of child like youthful and childish, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like we've been dating for a while, like we're both grown in it, so most of the time I just say like that's my partner in it. Obviously, we just ain't got down to the putting a ring on it, getting married, and all that stage in it. But like, you know what I mean, like I think when you get to a certain age, yeah, you can't really call someone your girlfriend. Like it just seems very um, just minor in it. It doesn't really show the value of that relationship, in my opinion. So um, yeah, I'll say like that's my partner right now. You get me, like so. And hopefully moving forward, you know, things will go down the marriage and having kids and all that jazz in it. Um, oh, it's yeah. now on audio. <laughs> and the funny thing is, in America, if if you would have came up and I'm just getting to know you and I'm like, so you with somebody? What's going on? And you're like, I have a partner. I'm like, OK, OK. Um, I wouldn't know where to go. I'll be like, is and you can't say, is it a dude or is it a a, a, a woman? It would just be like, so partner. Yeah, here it would be like, when you say I'm my, I have a partner, normally, from me, my gay friends normally say I have a partner. Yeah, they want to keep that on. A, on they, that, that, when they say that, it's, they want to have a little bit of, uh, I want to say the word is an- anonymity to it, so that, you know, you don't know whether it is a guy or a girl. Isn't it? But, um, ah, yeah, maybe I'm nosy, because I'll be like, so <laughs> where are we going with this? <laughs> What's that mean, homie? No, so she's really cool. Um... You know, like I said, we're dating for three years. Um, she's absolutely amazing. Like, she, like, for anyone that knows me in it, like, I look like a very big, kind of scariest dude. But, like, I, I am a big kid in it. Like, I'm a big fan of Disney. I love musicals. Like, sometimes when I'm bouncing music in my car, people must look at me like I'm headbanging to some, like, hard gangster rap. But then I'm actually listening to, like, the Hairspray soundtrack. So, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, as you guys have mentioned on the podcast several times, like, I went and watched um, Spice Girls at Wembley. And, you know, like, when my girl would be telling people, like, oh, we're going to go see the Spice Girls, she's like, Spice? Like, they're like, Nana wants to go see the Spice Girls. And, and like, she's like, yeah, like, he's not going with me. It's like, he's going and I'm going with him kind of thing. It's like, one mm. of those ones you're not expecting. So, like, I'm a, like I said, I'm a big kid in it. And, um, very early on, when we, t- we started going out. Like she took me to Disneyland for my birthday, in it, and for me, that just like fully sealed the deal, in it. Like if a girl takes you to Disneyland, yeah, 
that's just someone you just stay with forever, innit? Like, that's just not even a, a, a small little thing, innit? So, um, yeah, so she's awesome. She makes me a better person. She takes it to all these fancy little things. Like, I feel bad sometimes because, like, she knows me, innit? Like, when it comes to giving out presents and stuff, like, she'll give, like, the appropriate present. Like, so let's say, you know, like, I'm into, like, Marvel and stuff, she'll, she'll, she'll get me something, like, Marvel-related or, you know, something anime or something gaming. And then when it comes to me giving her presents, I'm just like, um... So I'm just going to get you something really generic and simple, and I hope you like it. <laughs> and, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So sometimes, Partner of the year, <laughs> coffee yeah, cup. Yeah, so, so, so like I said, sometimes I feel a little bad in it, because, like, like she, she's, she spoils me in it. Like, she treats me well in it. Like I said, <laughs> then Disneyland is, is was a sign that was, like, proper epic. And then um, also when I turned 30, she threw me a surprise birthday party, and um, I obviously didn't see it coming. And she organized for like people on the leftover army to like record like a little birthday message. And um, that actually got me quite emotional and quite chuffed in it. Um, because like I'll just at that time I was just going through some nonsense. So it was like a proper big deal. Um and yeah, man, she's cool. Like she's um into like performing arts. So at one point she like was actually like living out in like New York and like attending one of those like drama schools and stuff. Oh, nice. So she's actually, like, lived in America America a bit. So with that, like, at one point, she was, like, doing nannying part-time or, or, or au pair or babysitting or... Well, okay, maybe babysitting is a bit harsh because babysitting sounds, like, very, like, what teenagers doing it. But, like, she was nannying it. And at one point, like... Um, I don't know if I can say, like, his name in it, but she was um, nannying for some guy that's in, like, um, the Harry Potter movies. Really? Yeah, and he, he he in fact um gave me one Christmas a signed like comic book that he's done. That's pretty crazy. And I, I always get to say like, oh, can you like maybe like tell him to come on my <laughs> podcast? So I can do an interview with him. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he probably wasn't allowed to do that. But yeah, so she, she was at one point doing nannying for like a celebrity, and so that was pretty cool. Um, but since then, she's like moved to like running her own business. So right now she's got like a, a puppetry baby a, a puppetry baby class. She does baby classes um that involves puppetry in it. So like um she posts videos. Like she's a full her. and I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, Nana, but yeah, like she's on. a full on ventriloquist, right? Well, yeah, do you know what? She's like self-taught in it. That's like something that she's learning to do as she goes along. And like I remember like the first time she sent me a video of her doing, I was like, raw, like you're pretty good at this, you know. And like Seriously. And it's mad because like you've we've been going out for a long time and and like sometimes she sings but like she's singing like as the puppet. I'm thinking like raw like your voice is actually not that bad you know you can actually sing. And it's um yeah no it's entertaining um like it's fun in it like obviously right now with the whole coronavirus is a bit hard because like she can't run her normal baby classes but she's been doing like all these online videos and um. They've been pretty good. They're doing all right. But obviously, she can't wait to, like, things to be over to go back to work, in it. Um, I just want to, like, quickly just, like, say that, like, her business is um, Little Crown Storyhouse. So if anyone's out there that's got young kids, especially in this, like, lockdown situation, and you just want to sit them in front of a, a laptop and then watch them, like, in, watch a baby class and that gives you, you know, 30 minutes to just have a bit of peace and quiet, um, I would say check it out. Like she's on Facebook, she's on YouTube, wherever it's based on social media, you can find her in it. 
And that was called Little Crown Storyhouse, right? Little, Little Crown Storyhouse, yeah, man. I wanted to make sure that you talked about that because I, I watched a video of that. And, I, mm. you know, obviously that's – she's not doing that for me. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, But I was very impressed by it, man. No, yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. totally got what it takes to to, mm. to relate to the kids that age, man. And, yeah. and I wanted you to say that because yeah. if there are any listeners out there that have young kids, maybe you want to occupy them for a little while, particularly yeah. right now. That's definitely something to do. So I will put no, – excuse me, I'll put a, a link – Mm. in the show notes to that so that way yeah. you guys can check that out if you're interested yeah man it's cool and like all like the songs she uses are like her own creations isn't it like she'll get someone to make a beat and then it's like her own like hip-hop version of nursery rhymes isn't it so yeah no she's like again it's, it's, it's impressive isn't it especially like for someone that i don't have no young kids in it and like i didn't even know this was a a thing that people didn't i didn't know like mums and dads when they're like on maternity leave look for baby classes of taking their kids to like do like you know have something to do and i just assume they just will stay at home with their kids in it so yeah it's, it's, it's interesting being introduced to like a a new world of um baby classes i guess would you say it's a whole new world nana i knew you were gonna bro i knew you were gonna <laughs> freaking i was like Here you and everyone there. did <laughs> i did that on purpose because everyone knew that's where i was going yeah I'm, dad jokes today man <laughs> You know what's funny? This whole, like, uh, for the last hour or so, Dan has made a few comments. He made, like, two comments about your your wonderful woman being a ventriloquist. And I was like, ha, I wonder what that means. I wonder what he's alluding to. Because in my what? brain, I'm like, oh, is he saying, like, like Nana says what she says? Is that what we're talking about right now? And then he's like, no, 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 no. She's a legit ventriloquist. And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> That is awesome, dude. That is freaking amazing. So that is pro. I love those little. Uh, I like because the thing is, um, that is a gift. It's not something that you just learn. Either you can do it or you cannot. And she has a gift where she's able to do that. That's crazy, though, bro. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. See, the reason that I really related to that, though, is because when I was a kid, mm -hmm. I had several ventriloquist puppets mm -hmm. and I wanted to do that. And I just sucked at it. But there was this I'm going old school, but there was this uh, what was it like Emmett Berman and, and Charlie McCarthy? They were like Jeez. this old act from like the 60s or something like that. And I was mm -hmm. fully into that shit. I could never do it. So I have mad respect that she's able to do that. Plus, mm. I just think it's a good thing. You know, I think she's a, she's got a, I had a chance to talk to her. Do you, I don't know if you recall, but remember when I was helping you with the oh, MacBook yeah. setup? <laughs> so I had a chance to kind of yeah, talk yeah. to her, man. She seems like a very sweet person. That is awesome, yeah. dude. That is freaking amazing. Y'all mind if I do a little bit of contact info real quick? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Boy loves. Welcome to episode 109. My name is Dan Ramirez. We're here with Nana Pratt and Steve Hudson. Let me tell you a little bit something. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That's Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, you can hit us up at Heroes of Noise. My name is Dan. You can hit me up at Dan Q Public and my friend Steve at SE underscore Hudson Music. We have a website called www.heroesofnoise.com, and there you're going to find the show. You're going to find a place to leave voicemail. You can shop for merch. You can listen to our other friends' shows. That's what we do. We promote. We cross-promote. That's very important these days, guys. you got to stick together. You know what I'm saying? And also, let me turn this down just a touch. can't even hear myself think right now. We also have a place called the Heroes of Noise Podcast Community. That's on Facebook. I implore you to check it out. It's a small, growing community, but everyone there is like super, super, super fucking cool. You know what I mean? So why wouldn't you want to do that? That's my question to you for the day. 
Anyway, I'm going to get back. We have a very special guest today. I'm not going to sit here and just blow myself listening to my voice do this game show shit. You know what I'm saying? There's a show to do. So, without further ado, let's turn it back to Steve Hudson. Dan, you do that so amazingly. But when you do that so well, people want to interact with us. And sometimes we get responses, don't we? We do. I'm actually glad about this. People, they answered my 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 call. We got an email from this this young man. You might know him, Steve. His name's Jeffrey Rain. Oh, Jeffrey. He sent this in. I feel bad, Jeffrey, because this came in on April 10th, and we've been sitting on it for a while. Jeffrey mm. actually reached out to me on Twitter. He's like, hey, uh, so you going to read those? or? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. But uh, yeah, so we're going to read those right now, man. He's like, so uh... like, so you asked for something, and then I made the effort. And now you're going to do me like that. Fair enough. All right. Now I got you, Jeffrey. We've been waiting. Because what I wanted to do originally was to do like a, uh, I know we're not doing Patreon right now, but do like a dedicated show where we were answering questions and stuff like that. And we only got a few and I'm really grateful for the ones we got. So I'm going to go ahead and read them. It says, hey guys, I have some questions for the both of you that aren't really simple yes or no questions, but more like jumping off points for some possibly fun and entertaining conversations. Do you see how he's setting us up? I love it. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, yeah. So we got three. Uh, Nana, feel free to join in if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. The first one is, what are your most embarrassing moments that you can remember? Uh, let's go ahead and start off with Steve. Oh, I know exactly. I know exactly what it is. Um, as you knew, I, I know I was a gymnast when I was a kid. And... Listen, Nana, this dude grew up fucking hard. You know what I'm saying? He grew up hard as hell. You can't like, just go and say like that's like that's common knowledge. Is there like Footage, images, like oh, there's images, yes, but my mom has them. I was like a star. They had me at Pier 39 in Frisco. Like Favon, get on this. I need a picture. <laughs> Come on, Favon, don't disappoint. Yeah. I need to, yeah, I need to see this. Dude, I was a kill like and, and I was one of those that they'd be like, they do the show, and then I'd come doing like 10 backflips in a row to end the show. Yes. But, uh, so um we, I was doing a, I was doing a talent show for the school. And what I didn't know is that when you're performing on stage, that you have this, you know, this juice, this, um, you know, I, I knew I could jump high. I knew I could flip high. But when you get this juice from people looking at you, you're all nervous, this nervous energy, your body's just like, we're going to do everything to 98%. And I didn't know that. It was my first time being up on, you know, actually like I'm on stage doing this weird routine. So I go in for a front flip in front of, mind you, the school parents, gym was packed. (laughs) I go in for a front flip and I over rotate and hit face first on the ground. The whole crowd goes quiet too. Was it a, was it a, was it an immediate silence or was it a, Oh, it was an, Oh, which makes it 10 times worse. It was an, Oh, (laughs) and it took me about four seconds to realize like real quick. You have like a, Oh, I'm in bed. I'm doing other stuff. Oh, I'm on the beach. And then you're like, wait a minute. I'm on stage. And then you snap out of it. You're like, Whoa. What the? And then you look, you're like, oh, I'm doing a performance thing. And I just ran off stage. Also, no, no, no. There's another one. Oh. There's another one. Uh, another time, it was my first piano recital when I was a little kid. Uh, it was before I got into Stevie. So I was playing some trash classical. And um, uh, I 
did my song and I bowed the wrong way. So I pretty much mooned the crowd and everyone laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> everyone laughed at me. So that was pretty, those are the only two things that um, has ever happened that I was embarrassed about. Go ahead, Nana. Got something? Um, no, I can't really. See, I can't really see, you know. Like, and I was I, like, I don't fucking embarrass myself. Yeah, that's. I was, I was literally just about to say that. I I generally avoid putting myself in situations where I'm gonna be embarrassed. And you know, if I get into a situation that might be embarrassed, I normally just like kind of just shrug it off and play it off pretty coolly. So off the top of my head, right now, I, I wouldn't say there's anything that I can think of right now that I'll be like. Oh yeah, I was like super embarrassed. So I'm gonna have to be a letdown on this question. I'm gonna pause. That's okay. All right, I got one. Actually, I have two. I've told one of these before, but I'll go. I'll tell that one first, and then I'll tell you another one that I thought of just the other day. Because, I mean, we're talking. The second story was probably twenty, maybe over twenty five years ago. Okay, I was at I was at a like college, but um. I'll get to that one in just a second. But the, the first one was I used to be a uh, medical records courier. So I would go and it got to, you have to, let me just set the, the tone here. So I went from being like a long haired kid to having my, I needed to get a job, right? So I cut my hair short. I did not cut my hair short the way people cut their hair short. Like I just cut the long hair part off. So I still had the, I had like big bushy hair. So I just had like mm-hmm. the big, the big bush now. It looked pretty funny, but um, I was trying to make myself look cool. And that was like the last thing. I don't even know how I got married guys. I don't know how Gail said that guy <laughs> is the guy that I want to marry, but it happened. So anyway, I'm wearing some, uh, some cheaper dress clothes. You know, I got to I have my clip clop shoes on there. I, I bought good shoes and bad clothes basically. And I'm used to carry medical records like films and reports to doctor's offices. So this one day I go to this place. It's a two story building. I walk up the stairs and I drop off everything. I come back down and I'm right at the, you got to picture me right at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And I have on a pair of Ray bands that are like on my head, you know, cause it's, it's I'm inside. So I don't need them. So they're just sitting on the top of my head. And down below the, the staircase, there are these three medical reps. And I don't know if you guys know anything about medical reps. But normally, they are they are never ugly. <laughs> For the most part, they're always picked because they want to sell you stuff. And I, I really feel that way. That's how they pick them. You know, they, they, uh, they're kind of based on their looks. It's weird. But just so happens that there were three beautiful women that were standing below. They were all clearly drug reps. And they're just sitting there chit-chatting. So 19-year-old Dan is like, well, I'm going to go down there and just like, I'm going to give them the eye as I'm walking down something. Like, I knew nothing was going to happen. But I was going to try to look cool in front of them, right? So I'm walking. And Nana, I know this is just for you. But picture the steps that uh, we had to go down at that bar on Saturday at C2E2. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so picture that. So I'm walking down these this very, like steep flight of stairs and my footing gives and I just turn into Aunt Bunny from Eddie Murphy's Delirious and just fuck I mean I even did like oh I just I made some sound or something like that my Ray-Bans that I had just purchased they were like polarized and they were you know they were good I see these things in slow motion just fly off my head and fall and it is is it's like it's poetic justice for them dude the fucking glasses land right at their feet and they just break and I didn't know what to do. I got up, dusted myself off, didn't even make eye contact with them, left the glasses, and I just walked the hell out and just basically cried on the inside in my car. <laughs> they recovered from that. Yo, that was super embarrassing. See now, see, now, if you were smooth, yeah, you could have been like, oh, my gosh, you guys are so hot that you made me trip over and fall over. Do you Look know at this mean? guy with the lines. Yeah, that would definitely not, that would not creep them out at all. <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> creep them out in the least bit. It, it, it depends on who they are in it, because some girls appreciate that kind of stuff. Some won't in it. Again, it's better than saying nothing, but 
all 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 ends well on it because obviously if you had then you know done the 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 cool or smooth thing your your life could be completely different now that's, that's very true. true that is very, that is very true. true it would have been for the worst though because you know i meant the love <laughs> of my life guys so yeah see how i say see how i save that shit now you just gotta <laughs> save things sometimes for future reference she probably won't listen for two weeks She'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> so the second one i think this one was worse and because it actually made me think about it literally like three nights ago and i went oh, that's probably what happened so i'll explain still at city college and uh we were in a forum hall so there was probably like i don't know 300 people in this place. And we had this psychology teacher who would always point out people in the crowd and put them into his, you know, his, uh, as examples into his conversations and whatnot, into his teaching lessons. So uh, this, I think that listeners have heard this, at least some of you have, but Steve, you know, my, my, uh, issue sometimes when my stomach starts to like, mm-hmm. and so I was having a really bad stretch of that mostly because I was like a, probably a, I don't know, 19 year old kid. That's probably right. It's probably like the same year. I bet you. 1920 but i was i had a really bad year guys anyway i uh would i wouldn't eat and i'd go to class at like seven o'clock in the morning so i'd be sitting there and for whatever reason oh i would drink coffee and and then like my stomach would start to do that just like really bad and i it got to the point at first where it was like it was like a one day thing you know and i'm like okay that was kind of embarrassing but then it just kept going and we're talking like for like a two-week period my stomach would just make these crazy ass noises in this big crowded classroom or forum hall so, like I said, the the instructor would like to point people out. So I used to sit next to this really pretty girl. And I, you know, I never would hit on her. She was too pretty. I felt like she was like out of my league, but yeah. I liked sitting next to her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I know she heard these sounds, but she like never acknowledged it and anything. And I always I would always go home thinking, man, I hope she didn't hear that. I really hope she didn't hear that. And if she did, she was cool. She didn't say anything. So one day, the doctor, the uh, he, he was a doctor, but anyway, he was uh, giving his speech. And he point. He goes, let's just let's just do this for an example. He's all, see that girl up there. He points to the girl that's sitting right next to me. He's mm. all, what if like for instance, the guy next to her, his uh, stomach just kept growling one day, and mm. then she just fucking lost it ah! and starts laughing and looking at me and laughing. Now to the rest of the class, I'm sure they were just like, wow, she's, she's overly excitable, right? Because you know my stomach was loud, but it wasn't like four yes. rows down loud. Yes. So, you know, I was embarrassed about it and everything like that. And that's, that's all that happened. So like three nights ago, I sit up and I'm like, oh, oh my God, this is what I think happened. I believe that she went down to the instructor and said, listen, I'm enjoying, whatever, I'm enjoying the class, whatever, but I'm sitting next to a dude whose stomach won't stop growling. And I'm wondering, can I move? The class was packed. And he probably said, sorry, there's no place that to move. Funny. Do you know that what I'm saying? Funny. And, I, and he's the kind of guy that I could picture remembering that shit and just throwing up a jab at me. That's funny. And like, you know what I'm saying? Because she was a pretty girl. Yeah. I'm sure he was like, you know, trying to relate. So, yeah, it was terrible because not the whole not everyone got that. But, you know, a 19 year old kid, I'm sitting next to this this beautiful woman. And, uh, you know, that's all I could do is the, the stomach growl. Now, guys, I don't know what episode it was, but like you can hear that shit on one of these episodes. Dude, it's pretty nice. Listen, <laughs> it's I don't know what's up with my stomach. It just does that sometimes. And it's foul. I will admit it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a great sell. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, that's my story. I don't know if that's better. I, I don't know if that's like, um, it's good. 
it's good, you know, but that that's my embarrassing that's moments, a, really. I'm yeah, sure there's more because I say and do a lot of shit that gets me in constant embarrassing situations. But those mm. are the two that are sticking out right now. So there you go, Jeffrey. No, because I know that there we both know that there are times where we'll be sitting like by yourself and then you will remember a cringy moment and just want to shake it out of your head. I just think I've shaken yeah. those so far out of my head that my brain is like, we will not. That's in the non-retrievable. And speaking of that, do you, when you get that thought, do you like literally shudder? I like, shudder. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> like, too. I don't even, I can't believe I did that. That's why I'm like a doctor sleep shelf. Like, I think it's in my doctor's sleep, but way in the back shelf where it's not even <laughs> existent. You put it into a box, huh? <laughs> a little lockbox. The second question. If you happen to be stranded on a deserted but resource-rich island with mm. two people, two tools, and two pieces of entertainment... <gasps> Who, what would they be? That's a really good one. That sounds like that's a long answer, but, uh, no, but if you're down, I'm down. See, that's tough for you because you have three people in your family. Yeah. Thank you. That's <laughs> you're reading my mind. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks for making me pick someone and leave them out. So I, I don't question. Does it have to be people that we actually know or can it just be anyone? In this scenario, I'm going to take people that I don't know yeah, let's because do I don't want to include do my family in it because I don't have enough, you know, yeah, enough men. I have to pick somebody. I don't want to do that. Yeah. All right, so for my two people, it would be the Bear Grylls guy. The who? The bear, the guy that does Bear Grylls. Bad Grylls? What is it? Do bear, we know what this is, bear, Steve? Bear Grylls. You don't know Bear Grylls? Oh, Bear Grylls? Why would you? Okay. Oh, I get it. I see what you're doing. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm lost on this one, so go You've ahead. You've never heard? Bear Grylls is a guy who, like, survives I'm looking it up. in the... Uh, in the in the outback, yeah, Bear Grylls. Oh, okay, okay, I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. Obviously, if it's deserted and it's got loads of resources, I'm assuming it's resources, but it's like it's like basic resources. So obviously, it's like got water, food. But I'm gonna want someone that can, you know, turn a tree into a into a house and shit like that. Like, do you know what I mean? Someone that's actually gonna be res- use the resources for what it needs to be. Yes. And you know, I'm not gonna end up eating like the wrong plant and then like dying. Do you know what I mean? So, yes. I'll, I'll definitely take Bear Grylls. The man versus wild guy, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the man versus wild guy. Yeah, yeah. good pick. Def, definitely taking him. Um, come back to me on my second person, but that's the one person I'm definitely taking. My second person, I, I need a little bit more for him. Okay. Damn, that's a really good question, man. That one takes some thought. I should have like passed this one out and said, "Write your answers <laughs> yeah. down," because I'm trying to. Well, blank we'll go right place now. by place, people first, and then we'll go around in the two tools. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. You go, Steve. I need to think about this one for a second. Oh. I didn't read these. Okay, so I think my two people, since he didn't specify that they had to be alive, I think my two people would probably be Buddha <laughs> and, and Jesus. Buddha Who's and Jesus. Because I have to be entertained, and I know that they'll have endless conversation where I'm just like, I could talk like this forever and hypothetically, if Jesus could in fact do miracles, I'll never run out of fish. I'll always have food. <laughs> if he can't do miracles, I have someone who can like we'll have a circle of conversation that is an endless, an endless plethora of of topics where it's just like, wow. And I could just be like, what do you guys think about this thing? And how it just interchanges. I'll be like, I could just watch this for a million years, dude. I can just watch these conversations go and go and go. So those are the two people. Mm. Well, I was thinking about your answer, and I'm going to go ahead and pick Jesus too, but here's why. <laughs> Jesus was a carpenter, Steve. Oh, yeah. 
I am not mechanically inclined. I'm not good at building things. So I'm thinking that he's going to be the guy. Him or like, um, I don't know. Uh, what's that dude from like, move that bus. Let's get that guy on here. You know what I mean? I need a nice crib to, to be in on this, this this remote island. I need someone like that. It doesn't really matter who. Okay. Who's the guy that does this old house? Someone like that. I just I don't really give a shit who. Because okay. I don't really relate to any of them. But I need a carpenter. Okay. You know what I mean? To build me my, my, my things and such. And then honestly, I'm going to take the cheap way out. I'm going to take my lady with me. I'm taking Gail with me. The kids can hang out on their own. They're both almost Jesus. one's adult, one's almost an adult, and they can do their own thing. Okay. And uh, yeah, I need I need my lady with me, man, because mm. I can't really function without. But her. I thought we were. And that's going not a bullshit answer, by the way. We don't know. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> we we'll take that out. People we don't know. That's you caught you yeah. caught me trying to cop out right there. I couldn't yeah. think of anything. <laughs> um, you trying to get brownie plates for later? Exactly. Jesus yeah, and my wife me. equal. Everyone. <laughs> that's all I need in my life, sir. The only people that can compare. The only two things I need Jesus. in my life are Jesus and my wife. <laughs> all right. I got to take her out because it's someone I don't know. Um, I think I'd like to have somebody like, say, Albert Einstein. Like, if I'm just going to be stuck, like, I want someone to teach me about, about life and the earth and science and, and just kind of like you know, an all encompass lesson that I could have. I want someone that could school me and make me grow as a better person. Yes. Make me think ways that I've never thought before. You know what I mean? And, and enlighten me in, in certain areas where I, that I had no clue. I don't know. Maybe he was a dick. I have, I have no idea, but I think, I think I would take Einstein okay. because I think he could teach me. a So lot. you really want to learn about physics? Yes, yeah. for sure. So what, does it, does it say like how long we're going to be on this Island where we can like escape? Because if we can like potentially escape, I would get probably anybody that's rich in it. And then me and them can become friends. And then when we escape this island, they can bust us our money. You know how rich people think, G. Some of them are the worst. They will literally forget that you existed the second they hit the mainland. I'm going to find someone that's not a dick. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, remember we were on the island and I saved your life? Nope. <laughs> 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 I might actually change my answer too from like say Jesus to like someone like Tommy Chong because I could use some entertainment and uh, you know I could also learn how to like produce my own uh, vegetation if you will oh, on an real, island that's so, a good idea yeah Tommy Chong yeah, so I think I take Einstein. I, yeah and Einstein yeah I think that's a hell of a conversation that is right a there, very man. interesting combo you know what if we're going to be on this island for a while I might take is it, is it Sean T the guy that does the insanity and just get him to like be my personal trainer while I'm on this island. Oh, like, I forgot about insanity. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, you just come off that island like a beast, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll just come ripped to shit and just like literally, I just wouldn't wear a top. I just walk around topless all the time because I'll have like a, a 10 pack and I'll just be fucking hench. That's a good answer. It's better than my answer, man. I like it. <laughs> right. Is he the guy who did the P90X too? Is that the same guy? No, I don't. Is it? I thought so. Let me see. Insanity and P90X. I think they're all the same, but I could be wrong. So now it's tools. Tools. All right. Well, you're in luck. Well, I think we're both in luck because I don't need tools with Jesus there. (laughs) Just start summoning tools. I just jacked myself up. I had Jesus with me. You know what? Einstein goes. I'm taking Jesus and Tommy Chong. You can't change it now, G. I can't? No. I got Jesus. All right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I think, go ahead, first, first Nana. I want to hear what he says. Again, it's all, it's, it's, uh, I need like more background information because like, let's say, for example, yeah, even though there's resources, there's the resources, let's say, for example, um, a lake, 
Because if it's a lake, I'm going to need water. So I'm going to take like some purified tablets or whatever. One of those things that makes like, you know, water that's not drinkable able to be to be drunk safely, to be honest. Because You can like sterilize your urine and stuff. Well, I would imagine if we're on an island, we are surrounded by water. Salt water. But if we can purify it, can you purify salt water or no? I'm not sure. I believe I, you I, can. I, yeah. I don't have those expertise, but that's why I've got Bear Grylls with me in it. So, ooh, that's <laughs> li- <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you guys have really good choices. I haven't figured my shit out yet. I don't know how these two are going to get along. Oh, dude, Bear Grylls is going to purify the freaking ocean water. G. Mm. Um, that's a really solid pick. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> regretting my decisions right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably uh, again, cause I was going to say matchsticks, but then again, I've got bare drawers. He probably knows how to make fire you know. like two sticks and stuff. Exactly. Don't let me get on Jesus now. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to be shocked. You have an ocean full of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, yeah, if you've got Jesus, you can just escape it because you can walk on water. He just walked back to mainland. Jesus is the pick, Steve. Okay. I had him and I gave him but up. But here's the problem. What if I get Jesus? I'm like, hey, do this stuff. He's like, no, no, no. They kind of elaborated. I'm like, what can you do? I'm like, I'm going to push up. I can do a push up. I can do a few curls, but. I'm really not that interesting at all. I'll be like, oh, you were a good carpenter, which makes you. Yeah, I'm very, you know, I'm very, uh, you know, I have a lot of uh, people skills is what it what if you're like, yeah, you were a good carpenter? It's like, yeah. What's a, what's a good carpenter? Define good. Let's find out where we where we like. Like, he's good. like, consider when we are me making a box was shocking back then. So yeah, back then I was a good carpenter. Look at your houses; it's amazing. Can I can I just put a, like a, a random question out there? Yeah. Yes. Like, if if Jesus was in this world today, yeah, would he be a master at building IKEA furniture? <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Sure. He's got the lock on cheap particle board and stuff like that. He can build you a really nice cheap desk. If Jesus was alive today, he'd be the highest selling TEDx speaker. No question. <laughs> he would be a TEDx com- no question. He'd be right up there. But but dude, Bear Grylls is a killer. So yeah, what now when we say tools, can we expand that to electronic devices? How are you gonna charge it? That, this is the point. You can, you but then your grills. second tool I have, will have to be some form of electricity. Exactly, and I have Jesus, so I plug it into his ear. <laughs> you just plug it into Jesus's ear or something like that? <laughs> you are Jesus. I just thought this would work. <laughs> As he wakes up with me poking something, he's like, what? He's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought I could, I could plug, plug something, something in. in. <laughs> okay. I want 1%. I want 1%. I need a charge. We're saying electronic devices too, but you all, one of them has to be some sort of portable charger. Well, this is a hypothetical situation. So you could be like, I want this, whatever it is, that never needs to be recharged. Perfect. Perfect. That works. I mean, I did, you know I what? It's, this is all hypothetical. Yeah, because I brought back Jesus and Buddha. So I guess electronic devices could work in this world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what it is it? It's the, the tools yes. and then two pieces mm-hmm. of entertainment, right? Two tools. No, no. Two pieces, like two... Tools are the, we can also use those as electronic devices. So you have two things, either tools or electronic device, but you only have two. Okay. So who am I with again? I'm with Tommy Chong. <laughs> I'm with Tommy Chong. I really wish I wouldn't have invited <laughs> Tommy to this, both, but 
What are we going to do? Tommy and Einstein. Tommy and Einstein, right? So I think between the two, I think Einstein is going to help us figure shit out. We'll, okay. we'll actually learn how to, well, it's going to take a little extra effort, but we'll figure shit out and we'll still be highly entertained. Um, mm-hmm. The two tools, I think I'm going to go with, well, obviously you need, you need a shovel. You have to have a shovel. If you're on an island, there's a bunch of sand. You got to get past that. You have to learn how to uh, grow crops and whatnot, yes. right? Yes. So yeah, I'm going to go with mm-hmm. the shovel for sure. Okay. And then I need, I need something though, because I know it's a deserted island, but like I watched uh, Swiss Family Robinson back in the day. So I know that it, it's only deserted until it's not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that I would have to have with me like a, um, at the very least, like a, a beaten stick or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh. Or maybe like a, or like a gun so I can defend my island. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Gonna, yeah. I need, I need to equalize shit. So I'm going to have a beating stick. That's what I'm going to use. Okay. So that and a shovel. Okay. I suck at this, by the way, guys, if you haven't guessed <laughs> Go <yet>. ahead, uh, man. <laughs> um, so I was thinking in terms of like, again, if I want to be able to escape this island, I guess a flare gun would be um, something called handy, you know, if there's any helicopters or planes flying nice overhead, especially, you know, use a flare to hopefully get saved. Because, like, I don't want to stay on this island forever, and I want to get back to civilization. I want to get back to babes, innit? Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to go back to my Xbox um, and, like, the finer things in life, innit? Um, and I guess the second piece of equipment... If it's got, like, unlimited battery, I guess my laptop, you know, like, I love my laptop. Um, I'm constantly playing Football Manager. I'm constantly, you know, playing little games here and there, watching anime and stuff. So as long as I can get some kind of Wi-Fi connection, my laptop is great. Oh, see, now you got to use your tool, though. See, now your tool has to be, like, the Wi-Fi part. Unless, of course, we're going the hypothetical doesn't need it. Let's just do that. What the fuck? If if this hypothetical doesn't need it, it can function as normal. Like I said, without having to have a, a constant power charge, then... My laptop, I, I can be entertained with my laptop forever. Like, it's, yeah, there's so much on there that will just keep me entertained. If I can get onto Wi-Fi, I can watch all my anime, I can watch all my Netflix, um, I can get on Facebook and interact with people, you know, being the heroes of the nice chat, unlike some people. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Facebook, you know, I, I won't go crazy. I can still interact with people. I can still get the news. You know, if we're in a world where COVID-19 okay. is happening, I can still watch my sports. Um, yeah, I think my laptop is something that neat. All right. That's a good one. I, I think for me, I would take a TV that has Roku, Fire, all those things in it so that I could watch all the movies I want. And then my iPhone with every app on it. And I'm done. Because mm-hmm. then if I, with every app, because... If I wouldn't need a flare gun because I could literally just email somebody and say, hey, I need... I shoot need. you some coordinates real quick. <laughs> exactly. So I would just need those two things. And I don't know how long I'd want to just stay. I have Jesus, Buddha, every app on my iPhone, and a TV that literally goes does every movie. I think I'd be there for a little while. And if I see a helicopter, I'll be like, eh. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good this week. <laughs> Y'all still got the corona, right? Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> that was a good question, man. Let me get my two pieces of entertainment real quick. Oh, I'm right there you. with you. Okay. I need I need that that TV setup that you have. That was going to be mine. Because I can't go without watching shit. I need to be entertained. Yes. And then I mm-hmm. think I would have to go with, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I want a full-on DJ setup with, with <laughs> fucking speakers and everything. Because I want to teach myself how to do like break beats and shit like that. Oh, that's a good one, dude. You know what That's I mean? I'm going to use one. my time. Instead of being bored, I'm going to teach myself how to be a DJ. That's really smart, dude. I like that. That's good. That's what I'm doing. 
Look at you right. for IG Live over here. <laughs> I want to do, do battles on IG Live with Steve. Gee, listen, just don't be Teddy Riley, dude. Just don't be Teddy Riley doing these <laughs> battles. Jesus. I want to be like RZA. Like, that was a fail.com. That was, wow. He <laughs> <laughs> said that was wow. They finally kind of got it, but it sounded like shit the entire time. But Dude, for like the was, first like 30 minutes, it was garbage. I know a lot of sound people like you and other sound people are like, if I was there for three minutes, I could literally make this work. I was yelling at my right. phone. <laughs> I could make this work now at this second. He's just doing too much. But he didn't have a shot anyway. I mean, Premier's he, like, Premier's like, yo, put, put, no, 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 put the, put the microphone into the mixer. Rizzo like, what? <laughs> and my oh. like, it's like, dude. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, that was a great, Jeffrey, oh, Jeffrey, that was a fantastic question. We have one more from him. Oh, sniff. This is an easy one. Uh, this, let's go uh, starting with Steve and then I'll just work back around to me. What are your, you can go, you can make it one or you can make it two, whatever you want. Uh, what are your biggest pet peeves? <laughs> you want to go first? God, I have so many of them. I have yeah. so many. <laughs> but I want to. I'm just trying to narrow it down for the sake of time. Nana, you got yeah. one? Uh, I don't like people being late. I don't like um, when like someone tells me a party starts at seven. I turn up at seven and no one gets there till nine. Like that shit pisses me off. Like I, I, I don't. I don't like being the black stereotype that we're always late to stuff. So for the most part, like if someone sets me a time, I'm daring it. So when you know, I'm at some place and then people aren't there. Um, yeah, that gets my nerves. Like, it proper it ruins my mood. Like, when people are late, it, it proper gets my nerves. I will tell you this, man, just from like hanging out with you for a few days, mm. I will definitely back you on that. This dude is prompt. Like, he shows up, like, he's two minutes early. I'm actually that more of that stereotype that you're talking about, because Nana be hitting me up at, like, I'm just hung over as shit the next day. And I was like, hey, I'm already here. I mean, I'm here at C2E2, man. I'm like, that's good. You have a good, you have a good time, and I will catch up with you later. Yeah, because I'm, I'm terrible at that, man. Steve, what do you got? Um, I would think I'm going to give him my top two, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and these, the, the weird thing is these are the close talkers. My my big one is bad breath. That's a huge one of mine. That is one of those that I'm just like, why does that bother me so much? And it just does. It just freaking does. I cannot stand it. It gets on my freaking nerves. Um, the other one is probably... Um, <laughs> okay, people that think they're smarter than they are. Mm-hmm. Because they're okay. normally the most, they're the most talkative are the people that think they're smarter than them. So those are my two pet peeves. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see, with me, let's see, I think it's going to have to be white people. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've been watching Black, black AF. <laughs> yeah, that Black AF fucked me up. All right, let's see. Um, well, that had me hating black folks for a second. Go on now. <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet, Steve. <laughs> calm down. Just calm the hell down. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, and I, I, I'm gonna discredit you right now, Steve. I'm sorry, but you, you've watched five minutes of it, so stop. All I right, the whole first episode, whole first episode out of ten. <laughs> so, anyway, so did I. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Maybe yeah. I'm gonna lose this one. I don't know, oh, man. Let's see. Was, um, anyway, anyway, and now I'm all fucked up. I forgot. Let's see, pet peeves. I'm gonna go. Let's see. Um, when someone tells you, like, let's say a supervisor, or a, you know, someone of authority tells you, "Hey, this is what you absolutely have to do. There are no options." Right. And it's something that you don't want to do. It's an inconvenience. You can do it, but it's an inconvenience. And then they go, is that okay? 
Because what the fuck are you supposed to tell him? No, it's not okay. That one gets yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you actually hit, you, you didn't go there, Steve, but I thought I heard you say it. It's people that talk too close to you that don't know how to like, they don't give you enough space. Like I used to work with this lady. I didn't really work with her, but we sort of like worked parallel and we would run into each other a lot when I was delivering stuff. So we would stop and talk and she would get right up in my face to talk. She wasn't flirty. She wasn't anything. She just had no, no boundaries. <laughs> she had boundary issues. So I would take a step back. She would take a step forward. It was weird. Like, it was like this dance. You know what I mean? Like she was leading. So yeah, I would have to say close talkers would be the, the, the other one. Totally fair. Yeah. That's it. Good. All right. Jeffrey, thank you very much, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. 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 Now we was, can save the next questions for next mm-hmm. week if you want, or and then yeah. carry on with the rest of the show. You want to do that? Uh, no. Let's just get them out. Let's just, let's just see what they got because I know did it just come in? Uh, this one we've been sitting on since last Thursday. Oh no, let's let's get it out. Okay, all right. I'm the worst. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's see. All right, because <laughs> I'll I'll just forget. All right, here's a good one. This one's coming from Cindy. Cindy Lopper. You know what? She's never like fully put her name down there. I know her personally, but I'm just going to say Cindy. Okay? Okay. Hey, before you start. Yeah. Would Cindy be short for Cinderella in no, history? Steve. Oh. Like I that's you where were it serious. I'm like, from? no, that's ridiculous. No, is that where it came from? Cindy versus Cinderella? No. I think so, dude. C-I-N-D-Y. Yeah, but Cinderella, it would be short, Cindy. Yeah, you could cap it off with a Y. That's not yeah. that's not unreasonable. What do you think, dude? Because it's short think, for something. I think you would have called her Cindy if you knew her. I mean, I'm not saying she... I would have called her... No question. When she woke up, I'd have been like, Cindy! Yeah, for sure. What's up, Seabiscuit? Biscuit? Biscuit. <laughs> for, for Cynthia. Oh, it could be Cynthia. That's, that's what it is, yes. Okay, it's Cynthia. Cindy, Cynthia. Okay. Let's go. Very <laughs> smart man over there. Like, that's so hard to figure out. <laughs> Cynthia. I did not think of that. Think of everything else. <laughs> I'll just put it out there. I thought Cindy would be sure for Cynthia. That's exactly right, Nana. That's exactly Cinder- right. I think Cinderella fits better, though. Basically, would you rather is what it says. And this mm-hmm. is easy. Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, or Shudder. What's your preference? You know mine. I think I know yours. Just nonstop horror. That's what I do. That is so far away from what Nana's going to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Netflix guy. I think uh, with the amount of content that they put out on a regular basis, uh, I'm very big into anime. And right now, um, Netflix over here, especially, um, they're just clear with the anime game with their, exclu- uh, with their exclusives. Um, you've got stuff like Big Mouth. Um, just, there's just too much. I've got Archer on there. I've got Friends on there. Um, I've got right now I've got all the Ghibli movies on there um, you know they've got the Great British Bake Off they've oh, they're just there's just so much content and you know the variety you know if you want to get comedy shows um, and literally every week you're getting new content there's going to be something there for you like even today they just dropped um, um, the latest um, Ghost in the Shell TV series oh I didn't know on that there. Yeah, that, that came on there just recently. Um, you know, you got Brooklyn Nine Nine, you got Rick and Morty on there, you got Wait, you got Rick and Morty on Netflix? Y'all do? That must be a UK thing. That's what I was saying. I was like, what? Yeah, we don't have those over here, Nana. We got yeah, we oh, got that's what I'm saying. We 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 got we obviously we don't get Hulu over over here. So certain things that you lot might get on 
Um, like, like, let's say, for example, Titans. We got Titans on Netflix. We didn't get Titans on DC Universe. So we don't have we don't have a DC Universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, we <sighs> got some kind of commu- community office, Big Bang Theory. So you got you got your TV series, you got your movies. Man, listen, Netflix over okay, here. Yeah, right? you, I get why he was confused. What about you, Dan? Nana's like, and if you use code Nana, you can get 15% off of Netflix. He's doing a fucking commercial over here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, but that said, I agree with him. I, w- I would have okay, to say nice. that Netflix is the one that's okay. kind of, it's sort of like your one-stop shop, though there are, like Hulu, I'm a big fan of too, but I don't think Hulu has as much quality content. They have a yeah. lot, a lot of content. Yeah. Yeah. They're almost neck and neck, but I'm going to have to say that Netflix But their is app well. is trash, dude. Yeah, it's kind of garbage. Oh, their their interface is Crash. But they have great original content sometimes. Even though yes. I pick Netflix, Hulu has yes. great original content and mm. they play a lot of the stuff from FX that I love, like Dave yes, and, and what we do in the shadows and all that stuff. So, so yeah. Good. Wow, that's a that's a that's a toss-up, but I'm gonna have to go Netflix. Netflix wins. Oh, quick side question. Uh Nana, when did you watch Baki? Baki? Baki the Grappler. No, yeah. do you know what? I've seen bits of it. Um, obviously there's a newer version of it on Netflix. Um, but I I do want to one day go back and watch like the original one that came out like in the nineties and then watch the um one that came out recently on Netflix and compare the two. Okay. I, 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 Bucky. I love bruh. I I literally watched both seasons. Each one took a day. When the next season came out, I watched it again. Or I watched it a day the next day, and I'm waiting for the third on Netflix. Yeah, I loved it. All right, so if, if you if you like Bucky, I would suggest you check out Kenga Asura. That's also on Netflix. What is it called? Kenga Asura. I, I want to say it's K E N G A N space A S A S H U R A. I have not even seen that on Netflix. That's on Netflix. Um, okay. Obviously, I've never watched uh, Bucky completely, but um, for for my take on it, it just looks like a it's very similar to Bucky, but with a better storyline. Uh, yeah, and very graphic. A lot of blood, yeah, a lot yeah. of gore. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's currently two seasons of that on Netflix at yep. the moment. Yeah. Um, once I get the spelling, I'll just text it over to you in it. So. Yes. Dude. Yeah, you got to get on that, Dan. You would love Bucky. We'll see about that. I have some comments about this next show that we're going <laughs> to talk about here pretty soon. All right. No, okay. um, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, I, I'm I'm, I'm going to rave about that one. But one question. This is from still from Cynthia, Steve, but this is just mm-hmm. for you. Just for me. Thanks, Cindy. I mean, I know I've known you since the sixth grade and all, but that's cool. All right. Steve, yeah. you ready? Yeah. You, you done, you done uh, opening up crypts and, and coffins over there? I don't know what you got. Yeah, I just hear squeaks. Sounds like the beginning of Thriller and shit. All right. Steve. Yeah. Eat meat. Or kill a colony of cockroaches? Oh, That's a great question. <laughs> That's a good one. <sighs> or get a quieter chair. Which one? Which one of the three? I would, I would go eating meat and I would eat a gnat. Of course you wouldn't pick the quieter chair. That makes sense. I would eat a gnat and, and consider, because that is meat, and then I would, and, and I would uh, save the colony. Is not is a gnat meat though? It is. Is it a gnat insect? It is, yeah. but it is meat. I mean, I, I, I suppose you're right. It's yes. probably some form of protein. Okay, totally. that's your answer. Yep. 
gotta so you're just going to let all those cockroaches live, huh? Yes, I'd say now, yes. Okay, listen, not, not, not to change the game on you, yeah, but can you go with something that's like a traditional meat? Because... I saw long concerns, yeah, and that's an insect, can it? Let's go with science. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, thank you, Nana, because in a way, I felt like that was a cop out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can we go oh. from the animal kingdom? Thank exactly. you very much. Like, I was like, ah, I want to eat that. We're talking straight up red meat or okay. pork. I would have to, it, it's, it's difficult because in my brain, all life is sacred. And so okay. if you have a bunch of life, that doesn't mean mm. like, but you have one big cow. I'm like, yeah, but mm-hmm. there's one big cow with a colony of things that are alive. Oh, but you, oh my God. You can get like a steak. You can get, you know, there's lots of pieces to a cow. You know what I mean? So is that oh. what you're going with? You're going with, a, you're going with a cow? And your boy knows how to cook, Steve. Remember that. Okay. Now, are we assuming that whatever I eat had to be killed in order for me to get this piece of meat? Yep. Yes. Well, how are you going to eat? Are you going to eat? Well, you can. You, you We're can not playing fictitious science in okay, anymore. Okay, like okay. this is this is the real deal. <laughs> I'm saying we could put something to sleep, slice a piece of. Okay. All right. Um. This ain't the platform, dude. <laughs> right, let me think, dude. If I That's believe awesome. all life is sacred, mm-hmm. it's also tasty. Very tasty. You guys on chicken. Yeah, people, nice I know people, dogs. You're right. Um, Some bacon. Hey, don't knock it till you try it. That's true. I really I don't have no back. Um, yeah, people are meant to taste like chicken. I would eat a vegetarian personally. <laughs> you know what, Gene? I'm just saying they're grass fed. That's true. We will get you sick, <laughs> but um, let me think. Uh, if all life is sacred, I have to choose. Um, I have to choose. Dad, got it. No, I don't. <laughs> I knew this would Jeez. fuck with him. I'm glad that you went the extra step, Nana. Um, <laughs> he was copping out. Yeah. Cockroaches are going to reproduce and make a million more. Whereas they're the never cow, going away. They're never going away. And economies mm-hmm. are great, though. I'm killing a big piece of our ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Big tasty piece. Yeah, but then if I kill that colony of... Here's the problem. I kill the colony of cockroaches. I'm guaranteeing you certain spiders subside on that. That is, they literally eat those cockroaches. So I'll be killing that too. If I may make this easier for you, I think you're going too deep. She's asking you to kill a colony of, of cockroaches, not the entire cockroach. I know what I'm saying. If I kill a colony, that does affect the ecosystem in my local area. Okay. <laughs> so what meat are you going to eat then? That's not, I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably eat a chicken, dude. Yeah. Or a shrimp. A shrimp. I'd eat a shrimp, yeah. Yeah, what? Let's that's just make it one step harder. Insect, right? You have to eat a cow. Dude, it has to be a you're cow. Changing, you're changing the rule. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, yeah, that's the rule. all right, all right. Hey, you did the same thing, Nana, but you actually, your question. <laughs> all right. I would eat, I would eat a traditional, uh, uh, probably a shrimp. Yeah, I would eat a piece of shrimp. All right, there it is. Dead gone it. That was rough. One last one. I think we could do this quickly. What do you think the best invention in your lifetime is? I'm 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 gonna have to probably say the internet. Jesus, you're young. That's a really good. That's a good invention. It's a good invention. Because look, look how many things are spun off the internet. Like a lot of the apps that we have nowadays that's probably true. wouldn't be possible without internet. You know, no one would like be zooming right what, now. What, 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 yeah, what we're doing right now, like, like podcasting, would not yeah. be possible. It'd be you know what I mean? Like we wouldn't be able to have this platform unless we were like doing it on the radio. But you know. 
how likely would it be that we would be, you know, get on a radio station and stay on the air? And like, there's so much more rules in regards to radio where on a podcast, for the most part, as long as you're not inciting hatred, you can pretty much say whatever the fuck you want. So, um, yeah, man, you know, online banking, um, being able to, you know, check into airport via online, you don't have to wait no key, booking your tickets online. Yo, man, like, again, I can watch American sports because of the internet. <coughs> there would be no Netflix in the way that we know it and Hulu sure. and Amazon Prime and all them things there That's if true. it wasn't for the internet. So for me, the world now currently revolves around the internet so much that it, for me, is the greatest invention that we have for, for me in my generation anyway. Um, that's what I have to go with. That's really good, man. I'm going to have to agree with you. At first, I was thinking, like when I first read the question, I'm thinking like smartphone. But then, as you just mentioned, you can't even have a smartphone without the internet. I mean, you can, but it's not going to do everything. It, it connects us all. It's the main reason we're having this conversation right now. Yeah. You can do online shopping yeah. through it. Yeah, everything, dude. You can order food to your door. You can, Yeah, th- definitely the internet. Huh. Come on, Steve. I don't know. It's, I'm torn. It's, it's a tie, <laughs> but I got to break the tie in my brain. Can you at least give us the competitors? The artificial yeah. heart or huh? a personal computer. Which again, you really have no use of it if you don't oh. have the internet. Oh, you totally have the use. People were using personal computers like crazy. You know, I mean, they, mm-hmm. without personal computers, you're not coding certain satellites. You're going to be coding a lot of satellites, Stephen? Well, <laughs> that, that was a start. That was a start. And people could, it was such a huge invention being able to take a computer mm-hmm. home. It was like, wow. Without the personal computer, Wi-Fi is pointless or internet is pointless. So we have to go somewhere to get it. Yeah, no, de- definitely. What was the first thing you said? Sorry, artificial heart. Artificial heart. Oh, got it, man. Hmm. I have to go personal computer. Okay. Computer you can take home. Yeah. Hmm. All but right. With, with, with your personal computer, without no internet, you can't watch no porn. Ooh, that's a win right there, Nana. You win. (laughs) Here's here's the thing. Are we talking? Is that another invention? (laughs) Long before us. I think that was yeah, long before us. Even like the uh, the filming part of it in our lifetime, anyway. Yes, Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I I remember having a personal computer before because my dad worked for a. um, He coded for a, a computer company, so we got like all these computers at home without the internet, and I would just type things, try to code games. It was fun. I coded a game one time. We had it. It was called Beer Quest. That's dope. It was just some stupid, you know, it lo- you could picture it. It almost looked like something off of Atari 2600. Very <laughs> simple. A little a little stick figure walking, chasing after a beer. You know, it was just sort of a fun thing. But, Damn. Yeah, that was cool. But like, what? Imagine if you would have kept coding. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't, so. <laughs> I'm saying you, maybe you would have still ended up in MRI. I just see you as being like, the way you concentrate on things, you would have been the lead coder somewhere. You're like, yeah, this is mm. what I did. Uh, much obliged, brother. I appreciate that. It's, no, seriously. I, <laughs> I didn't have an answer for you. I'm like, oh, thank you. Really <laughs> no, you would. You're the Because coding is right up your alley. I would have invented the dark web. That's what I would have done. You totally would have. And like, then There's got to be a better way. And then you would have been like shocked that someone used it for nefarious reasons. Hey, I just used it. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> I know I would have been all devastated, but at the same time, I would have been like, it's pretty cool, though. They couldn't have done it without me. I'm taking credit. (laughs) That's a few kidnappings and some drugs. You know what I'm saying? You know what's weird? 
What's that? That's a strange word for taking a kid. A kid napping. <laughs> well, we, I think we're going to have to look at the root, which I won't. But look at the root of napping. Person napping. We say, oh no, that person's been doing. We say adults be kidnapped. It's true. Mm. You don't like go into a store and like merchandise nap something. Yeah. What's, what's that? What's mm. Anyway, anyway, it's just something that you might. Let's move on. All right. So thanks to Jeffrey and Cindy for the awesome question. Yes. Cinderella. Cynthia. (laughs) Sea dog, sea biscuit, sea money. Sea biscuit, huh? (laughs) I I don't think she'd like that. You know what? I could see someone calling, uh, like, I could totally imagine a woman that has the rock. Someone would be like, look at sea biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the biscuit on sea. (laughs) (laughs) all right let's clean it up gentlemen we have a show to do here so like we watched some stuff this week right we had guys so you know we were Mm -hmm. actually supposed to have another guest on i just thought of this right now uh kevin mcknight was supposed to be with us and he notified me this morning that he lives in mississippi and there were some tornadoes going on Mm -hmm. i'm putting it out there because if someone's actually paying attention and that shit's fake and uh you know they can call (laughs) out on it then we know that Kevin was faking. But in all yeah. seriousness, yeah, he you know he just wanted to check on his family. I guess there was a loss of power, and uh, okay. I did I did talk to him, so we're good. Mm. But uh, we wish you well. We wish your family well, Kevin, and uh, we, we're glad that you're safe. We're sad you couldn't make it, but mm. we'll get you on next time. Yes, for sure. Yeah. All right, Steve, where do you want to go with this, man? What should we now? What have you watched? And then we'll go from there. Everything mm. except for uh, the, like I've, I've watched most of the stuff you guys watched. Okay, okay. fair enough. And then Nana, you are, you know, we'll just start. Fuck it. We'll yeah. just start. Right now. Yeah. So at the top of the list, I can't talk about this one, Steve. So if we're going in order, why don't you go ahead and hit it? Okay. You are the only person now that has seen this. I have watched one or two episodes of it. I do have somewhat of opinion, but I don't feel I'm the kind of guy that really can't give a solid uh, opinion of a show in its entirety. If I've only seen part, part of it, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't like that. So what do you think? Death. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So here's this. All right. So we know, we know that I'm a person that is super duper into technology. Mm-hmm. I was very apprehensive about watching Dev. It's only because whenever I see um, one of the actors, he all I think of is Ron Swanson, Nick yeah. Offerman. All I see is Ron Swanson. In my Ron head. Like, Swanson. Ron Swanson. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. And I think it's going to, and then the people that liked, and this is wrong of me to even think it, but the people that were raving about the show, are douches I don't like. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a feeling I know what the show's going to be about. And so I go and check out this show. And what this show is, I'm not going to ruin it for anyone, but what the show is, it's a wonderful discussion on what the future and past of humanity is. Meaning if you know the past or you know the future, do you really have free will? If we're able to code through understanding what you're going to do, and also read what you have done. Are you a real person or you were just part of the coding of the universe? You don't really have free will because we knew you were going to do that. So it's a really interesting discussion on that and if we should have that power at all. Should people just not be able to do it? Maybe it's not a good thing. And so this whole show is pretty much running you through what would happen if someone figured out what you were going to do Five minutes before you do it. A whole five minutes, they just know what you're going to do. What does that do and what does that change in humanity? Only a few minutes ahead. 
I was like, oh my god, it, it, well, it depends on where you're coming from. Uh, but yeah, I thought it changed. Uh, it, it was an interesting discussion on on where they fell on should a human being have this sort of capacity. And I don't think the science they used, as crazy as it was, obviously you're not going to have the processing power to be able to functionally do anything like this. But had you had the processing power, this isn't entirely crazy to be able to do. It's just not. And so it's really, it's an interesting show. I would recommend anyone that's into technology, uh, theoretical physics, quantum mechanics, quantum computing, watch this show. So I watched two episodes of it. Yes. And I'm not knocking it again. I really sincerely mean that. I don't feel like I can give a strong opinion on something that I haven't watched all the way through. Um, does it get better? I mean, like I watched two episodes. <laughs> and, wow. no, no, hear me out. No, 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 no. I'm not even trying to insult. What I'm trying to say is that the show mm. to me I think I know what I like, first of all. And this one I was clearly a little bit out of my my scope of interest, I guess you could say. I'm into technology. I'm into science fiction and all that. And I'm into things that tell the talk about the future and the past and all that. But it was it's just um when I watched it, the dialogue was all very monotone. Um, even though it's a beautiful looking show, particularly this place that I see, I don't even know like the name of the place, but like mm-hmm. the devs compound or whatever you want to call that. That was really impressive looking. You know what I mean? I know there's lots of different, this little bridge thing that they take going across. I don't have enough to say about the show, but the thing that got me not wanting to watch it was that I just kept falling asleep. And I just, it was just such a, the tone of the show just didn't work. It's like I wasn't running on that frequency. And I know that it's, yeah, and it's not for everybody. You know what I mean? So I'm not knocking the show. I, I think that the acting was fine. Then again, there was really nothing that jumped out at me so hardcore in the first two episodes where I was like, ah, I just can't do this. To me, it seemed like I was trying too hard to watch a show. Like at first, I'm like, am I just dumb? Am I just not getting this? But that's not the case. It just, whatever they were selling, it was just not, it was just passing. I just didn't get it. You know, if you're not in this circle or if this circle doesn't in, uh, like if this isn't your thing, no, like for me, I text my sister. It was like Porsche. Um, this girl is really getting on my nerves. I was about two episodes in. I was like the lead character. I don't know if I could do this. And she said, Brie, proceed. I'm like, okay, let's, let's see how this rolls. And it starts being like, oh, they're, um, uh, you know, like I, I remember, it's like a, 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 they're, they're getting you used to this world so that when things ramp up, you are now invested because you spent time with these people. Now I'm just like, when things started happening, I was like, oh no, I like that. You know, they'd be like, oh, what happened? what's happening? But if you're not interested in that circle of stuff, there's no way that the show is going to interest. I tell them, if someone's like, yeah, it didn't interest me, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally get it. This is one of those shows where I loved it. And if someone is like, I hate it, I'm like, yeah, I totally get it. I totally get people to hate the show. I loved it, but I totally get that um, if it's not your thing, it is definitely. This is utterly not someone's thing because they do not try to say, let's get a humongous audience. They're definitely like, we want this pin cushion of an audience. Just enough. That's it. And it's, you know, it's over. There's no season two. It was just a mini series. It's like, yeah, this is a story and the story is complete. Okay. I don't know. I mean, just from what I got from it, it seemed very hipster and just, and I don't know if it's not like, I think that I'm interested in these kind of things. And I think that if you sold it to me in a different form that I would be able to retain it, you know, but I don't know what it was. I'm just chalking it off to like a frequency, dude. I just, whatever it was just didn't hit me. And I, I, but 
I will say that I think I am going to try and finish it again because I hate when I give an opinion about a show and then I don't finish watching it. So I mm. probably will come back to it. But if I get to like see, like episode three or four and I'm just not feeling it, that's probably when I will just top out and go, okay, I'm clearly not going to enjoy what's coming at the end if I can't even get into the first half of the show. I don't think if you didn't like the first part, I don't see you liking the rest. I'm kind of thinking that's the case. Yeah, I wouldn't but... waste my because that's a lot of hours you could be watching something you like. You know what I'm yeah, that's a lot of hours to be like, well, let me give something I don't like a try. No, no. I've got nothing but time right now, so it's not a problem to sit back and <laughs> watch an hour long show and make or even a two hour long, you know, couple episodes and 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 make another opinion. Right. But I think I might come back to it just because I want to make sure, like again, like I said at the top of the show, I'm foggy right now. All this staying in and, and changing up my routine and everything has really kind of jacked with me. I'll be serious. And for whatever reason it is, it's affecting that. Okay. I don't know if it's just out of boredom, like, okay, here's the umpteenth show I'm going to watch. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is exactly, but maybe it's just a matter of timing and, of course, being in the right mood to watch a show like that. So I will probably try to just to start it from scratch and see if, like, oh, okay, I was missing. The- maybe I was distracted. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's something like that. So, Oh, okay. yeah, totally. And and I would recommend, um, you know, it's funny. The only thing that's broken the monotony, like we've talked before, is I've been reading a bunch of books, not a bunch, like three. And it's like, okay, that's broken the monotony. Normally I sit at work and I just watch something. That's just what I'm going to do. I'm like, now the things that I watch, I really have to want to watch them to make me not want to do something else. And uh, that's the only reason I said, well, why waste your time watching something you're not going to like? But you're right. You have time. You're like, I'm sitting at home. I might as well just watch. Worst case scenario, I can fold some clothes and just be like, okay, I don't like it. That's fair. Exactly. Yeah. I can at least give it the uh, folding clothes review. So yes. what do you give devs, man? Oh, I give it a four out of five 90-foot children. 90-foot children. Okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about, by the way. I saw yeah. something about that. Um, you know, uh, Melissa Sloter will be coming on, and she has watched Devs, and she has strong opinions. You're all the way through the show? Yes. So I'm very much looking forward to hearing Melissa and you go off on this and talk about it a little bit, because I want to hear... I want I want to know more about it. You know what I mean? It's not that it's not interesting to me. It's just I, I feel like I feel like I'm sort of standing on the outside looking in of people that no, are joining. No, if she doesn't this. like it either, then it's going to be a good discussion on what didn't she like about it. I, I think that's the case, but I'm going to let her speak for herself. Okay. So anyway, all right. So that's devs, guys. Check it out. Steve gives it a four out of five. That's a pretty high rating, Steve. Yeah. Ninety foot really children. Good. Really? I mean, good. you threw the ninety foot child in, so I'm thinking yes. that this is a this is something that you enjoy very much. Very much so. All right, um, Nana. Now I've been hearing you go. I've been seeing you go off this week about a certain show. Now neither neither Steve and I have watched this show. So, oh man, do you mind talking about it, sir? Yeah, I can talk about it. But it's kind of hard without having that back and forth and re- relating to what I'm saying. Um, it's also kind of hard listening to Steve build a goddamn house over there when you're trying to talk. Dude, I'm getting a million. Uh, sorry, I just I canceled something due to. Uh, a situation at the hospital there's like you can't be around people you really can't be around i'm just I, I'm you got the rona you got the no, virus bro i just know that i might have been a well we'll just just i shouldn't be around a bunch of people right <laughs> oh shit you got coronavirus oh shit you got coronavirus you ain't even gonna work you got coronavirus oh shit <laughs> All right, Steve. Yeah. yeah, Steve, are you positive? Do you have to take a test now? Will there no. be? A, will there be a swab going down your nostril? No. What? It's funny because one of the doctors yesterday was just like, "I'm like, yeah, I'm supposed to go do the um uh, uh play with this group," and he looked at me and just started shaking his head with his mask on. <laughs> I'm like, Hold I mean, I know I didn't do. They're like, uh, uh-uh, no, no, don't do that. I was like, okay. 
I know I know this is top of the show conversation here, but did I just hear you say you were going to go do a play? No, I had to play. They wanted to do another, you know, those videos we have at the, ch- at the, the church I play for. They wanted yeah. to record another one with all those oh. people in the room okay, for six you. hours. And I was told by somebody at the other facility, they're like, look, you, it's to the point of there's enough people that might have had it that you, every people might have been a point of contact. So, you so might are you going to have to quarantine away. yourself now? I have been quarantined myself, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, until like, like a two-week period. Since you may have been exposed, are you going to sort of back off from everything for the next two weeks and see oh, what happens? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm, nope. not, I'm changing my, I'm changing my the, like the work hours I go in. I'm going to go when no one's there now. Instead of even because no one's really in the office, but I don't even want to just walk around people. I have my mask on because they're like, since you, there's no symptoms, you don't necessarily have to like not go to, but you you shouldn't be doing even the stuff you were doing. Just don't do it. And I didn't know it was like that. They're like, no, we just we want to really, even though you're not coughing all over the place, just be careful, man. Just don't go around people. So I'm just staying, and I don't feel anything because I was like, oh, I feel fine. I'm like, that is literally what idiots say. <laughs> that is literally what the people I see on TV being like, I'm good. And so I was like, I don't want. I'm like, oh, I almost said it. Steve gonna no. be at work like Let me in! Liberty! Give me I'll liberty or give me death. All of a sudden I'm just like, I feel it start creaking my back. I feel great. You're like, oh Lord, he's turning. He's turning that shutter for you. But um, yeah, so I guess Yeah. So quick question, yeah. So like if there was a zombie apocalypse, are you one of those people that if like they get scratched, they're gonna hide it from everybody, or would you fess up and get shot? I'm shooting myself. Oh, you shooting yourself? Okay. Yeah. Well, the, hold on though. Are we sure? Number one, are we talking zombies? Or are we talking infected? Zombies. So like zombies well, normally they can scratch you and you won't turn. Okay, so then I'm thinking more than of infected then. Okay. Well, then yeah, I'm shooting myself. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I see myself. It's over. It's over. It's done because I'd be too dope of a infected. I would literally take over <laughs> I'd be too I'd be dope. the president of the infected and start being sort of semi-conscious and be like, you know, this infected thing is kind of dope. Why don't we just get rid of all of these people and take over the? And I'm like, you don't need that in your lives. I'll just shoot myself. <laughs> Steve's gonna be like, <laughs> and some other zombie's gonna be like, you know, he's got a point. <laughs> Maybe we he's should like, listen to this dude. He's like, I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I, do. <laughs> I don't know why, but I believe him. <laughs> Steve, king of the infected. I love it. Anyway, all right, all right. What's up next here? Let's see. Um, I thought now I wanted to talk about. Uh, Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sorry, we went off on a tangent. I apologize now. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, no, it's no, it's no. It's so, I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear about this reality show amazement he's on. Do you know what? Yeah, I don't normally do reality TV shows. I normally make fun of people that watch reality TV shows because, like, it's not my thing. I think my life is is exciting enough. And uh, but I think it was on PCL's Twitter page. They must have posted that they were going to be watching Too Hot to Handle for their next episode. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I don't know. The picture that they posted up looked like um, Love Island, which is a, a, another reality TV show that gets shown over here in the UK. Um, so I was like, meh, I'm not interested in this at all. Um, but then I saw it on Netflix, and then I like looked, I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, okay, this looks kind of funny. Um, the premise of the show is that they've got like a lot of young, sexy, attractive people that are like, 
you know, um, they're very sexually active and they're very attractive people and they put them all in this, like, island, yeah, and, like, for the first, like, 12 hours, they're allowed to basically do whatever they want in it, yeah. But after that 12 hours is up here, they can't have any, like, sexual contact. They can't have sex. They can't kiss. They can't, like, fondle each other. And every time they do something of that nature, they lose money from the prize pot. And then the prize pot starts at $100,000. And, um, you know, and what's also quite quite, um, different and good about the show is that, like, they've got a couple of people from the UK. They've got one or two guys from Australia. They've got a couple of people from, like, America. Like, it's people from all over, in it? And um, I just had a lot of fun with the show because I'm watching and thinking to myself, like, initially, I was like, with the mindset I have now, and I'm grown now, in it? Like, I'm an adult, in it? So I'm just thinking to myself, like, I could easily go four weeks without having sex. Like, I could easily, you know, not be excited and want to kiss anybody and, you know, touch them up, in it? But these people, like, that's their thing. They're like, I wouldn't go as far as calling them sex addicts, but they're, you know, they're of that nature, in it? And, um, as the show goes on, yeah, you get used to the characters and, like, some snaky things happen, some bitchy things happen. Like, some of the characters, some of the cast are, like, costing the group money. And, like, there's one guy in it, yeah, he's, he's called Kells, in it? And um, my girl actually did a little bit of research here, like, because, like, the way he talks, in it? He talks like someone from London, it? He talks like someone from ends, in it? Like, he's, he talks like he's one of the man them, in it? I was just like, right, this guy's, like, really familiar. So it turns out that he plays for, like, a rival American football team. So I thought that was pretty uh-huh. cool. And um, basically, like, his whole aspect is, like, he didn't want to lose no money in it. Like, he was, every time someone cost them money, yeah, he was pissed in it. And, like, let's, let, let me just put it out there, yeah. Kissing someone in, uh, in a show, yeah, is three grand. Damn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, like, out of a, and, the, and the, I'm sorry, but the, uh, the total pot starts off at 100 you know, grand, right? Hundred grand, yeah. So every time okay. someone kisses someone on the show, they lose three grand in it. Yeah, and then there's one couple that end up actually having sex in it, and the cost for having sex here yeah, is twenty grand. Now, Oof. when I tell you they revealed that they had sex here yeah, and that's how much money they lost here, yeah, I was angry. Like I was, I was vexing it. Like I thought to myself, when there's that kind of money on the line, yeah, you need to be able to behave yourself in it. Like do you know what I mean? Because you're taking money out of people's pockets. That's an expensive piece of ass right there. Listen, no pussy is worth 20K, man. I'm <laughs> telling you now, no pussy is worth that much. Like, even if I had the money, yeah, and I was single, yeah, that is not happening. And, like, what, what made even worse is that some of the people on the show, yeah, they didn't even care. They are just like, oh, yeah, three grand, oh, yeah, ten grand, oh, it's cool. I'm thinking, hold on, like, you know you've come on the show to, like, kind of win the prize money, yeah, and then you're fucking around. And, like, there's one particular guy, yeah, like, this guy, he's called Harry, innit? And you know how, like, sometimes girls be like, oh, men are scum, innit? Yeah. This guy proves that men are scum. Like, <laughs> he's actually he's actually a dickhead, innit? So, basically, like, he's moving to one girl in the, in the place, yeah? And, like, he, he says, like, fuck it. I don't care about the money, innit? Like, I like you, innit? And for me to, like, confirm whether I like you or not, yeah? Like, I want to kiss you, innit? So, let's kiss. So, like, he initiates the kiss, yeah? And so... They later find out that, like, there's, like, a computer system in place, in it? And the computer place just re- reveals that someone in the group's cost them money. They've cost them £3,000 for breaking the rules. But she doesn't say, um, um, yeah, so they've cost them money, in it? So him, yeah, straight off the bat, he goes, like, oh, yeah, like, um, 
you know, she kissed me in it. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you lie like that? Like, why would you be such a dick? And then when she was like, um, excuse me, no, like, you initiated it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we cost the root money, but I like, don't try to push it on me. That was my fault, innit? And then the dude doubles down innit? and, like, calls the group to hate her. And then, like, already this girl's got, like, a, a, a bitchy vibe to her, innit? But, like, I was upset that her fact that this guy forced her to be a bitch, innit? I feel like if the situation didn't happen, yeah, she may have been like a normal individual and would have like behaved herself and like acted maybe semi-responsible. But that trigger just made things go a different way and it, and it caused a lot of complications in, in, in the group on the island, didn't it? And uh, no, it was just really cool, man. Like, again, it's hard for me to talk about if you haven't seen it. But it's, no, so, it's so funny because like, it's, it's one of those like trash TV in it. Like, it's so bad that it's good kind of flexes. And um, just watching people be in this environment, just thinking of like, raw, like, I don't understand how they can't just not go without sex. But then again, like I said, majority of the people that I speak to, we're all of uh, older variety. We're not in that super hyped up, horny teenager phase. So we're just like, man, it is what it is. Like, but me, like, I'm doing it for the money. Like, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, there's, like I said, there's a character called Kells in it. Like, he is basically me throughout the show, and it like all he is is like every time people cost their money, yeah, he gets vexed and he gets upset, and I'm just like, yes, I feel your pain, brother, because I, I mean, it's there to win the money. And what I think there's a little bit of a spoiler for anyone that's not seen it. What the show doesn't do, it doesn't really tell you how the money's gonna work, so you don't know whether it's gonna be one person wins a hundred grand, or whether it's gonna be a couple that wins the money, or whether the pot's gonna be split. So, as far as I was concerned, it was at the end of the, the show, the four weeks, yeah, there's going to be one dude that wins the money. So, obviously, for him, he's looking raw. Like, if I can win 100 grand or as close to 100 grand as possible, that's, a, that's like, you know, a, a big deal, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, I, I, would, I would highly recommend this to anyone, even if you're not into reality TV shows. Like, I take this more as a social experiment because one other aspect of the show that I haven't really touched upon is that, like, these people are all, like I said, generally selfish people. They're like, they're, they're kind of up themselves, isn't it? Because they're like very good looking. They're used to like, you know, being in like, I would say like the elite of the world, isn't it? So there's certain challenges that they get set that like helps develop them as, a, as people and make them better people as they leave the show. So I'm hoping that, they, that some of the people that experience on the show, yeah, um, has changed them for the better. And uh, yeah, man, the show's jokes, man. Like, like I said, I would highly recommend this to anyone, especially in this quarantine lockdown situation. Yeah, like I think ninety-eight percent of the world has Netflix at this moment in time. It's on Netflix. Go check it out. And um, yeah, just you know, let me know if, what, what you think of it. Like, I was literally speaking to Paul Hart and Jesse Calendaloria about it the other day because they like binge watched it in like one sitting. And after yeah, we were done, we just like we just we we were just going off in it, like, and like I said, the people the people are like really attractive. I think from my perspective, um, a lot a lot of the girls had really hot bodies, but I wasn't too like keen on their faces. Um, but the 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 dudes in this show, all the dudes are like super buff, other than like one guy that comes in a bit later on. He like, I don't know, like there's a bit of like a dickheadness about him. Um, and I don't really, I can see why some women would find him attractive, but I wouldn't say he's like, you know, universally attractive where pretty much all the other dudes are like hedge 
biceps, um, just really good bodies, really good looking faces. And then there's one dude, um, I think his name's David. Like he's like he's like the most stereotypical English guy. Like he's got an accent, like not like my accent. Like he's like you know, in in the movies when you got English English character, he's got that like. I can't even like pretend I can do it, but he's got that accent, and uh, it's just a really cool show, man. I would literally highly recommend you guys to watch it. If you are watching it and you want to message me as you're watching it, uh, I will be more than down to talk to you. And because I think it's one of those shows, yeah, where like you need to watch it, not necessarily watch other people, but you need to be able to like talk with other people about what's happening. So, like I said, for me. Like, I'll put on my Facebook, like, like, there's one guy here, he's absolutely scum in it. And, like, I'm a non-violent person, but, like, I wanted to punch this guy in his throat. Like, he was just being such a dickhead. And um, it, it was just that kind of interaction that made me enjoy it so much of it. So, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend You Got to Handle. Uh, the show's jokes, it's funny, it's entertaining. And, uh, yeah, man, this is kind of for someone that doesn't do reality TV shows. I don't do X Factor. I don't do um, Britain's Got Talent or um, what's the other one? I'm a celebrity getting me out of it. I don't do reality TV shows, isn't it? So to watch this one and to actually enjoy it. And then one last little thing I'm going to say is, but I was like, the, I have to give credit to the producers and the person that's on the voiceover because like the producers like put the contestants with each other in a certain way. So there's certain like tasks that they got to do together kind of thing. And like to make the show better, they match the right people with who you'd want to see. And like, there's one character that they refer to as Jesus. So anytime like he's in it, like they make like his face shine up, and you know they like play holy music in the background whenever he's on there. And yeah, man, show's entertaining. I would highly recommend it. Um, I will give it a, a five out of five Lana's. Five out of five. Okay. You yeah. know, the thing is, Nana, with the, with these shows, I've been sucked in before. I spent a good part of the early 90s watching, you know, like when, uh, this might be a little bit before your time, but like Real World and Road Rules and that kind of shit. I remember there was one called Adventure Island, I think, that I watched. Mm. And those shows I suck. I wouldn't say, sorry, I wouldn't say they might be before my time, but they just might be Americanized. Like, you know oh, maybe so. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> but. Those, the thing about these shows is that they suck me in and I hate it. I always feel bad when they do because I, I, the, most of the time, and I'm not knocking your show because I haven't seen it, but it, they're usually filled yeah. with the most terrible people. You know, and you have to like, okay, who's less terrible and who am I going to form allegiance with and who am I going to root for this yeah. entire time? And the thing is with me is that I totally fall into that shit. Like for instance, yeah, what was yeah, the yeah. last one that came out on the, uh, Netflix? The Circle. I tried getting people See? on that and people just love the shit out of it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it yeah. out. So got um, onto it and I'm hating them immediately, but they're for yeah. some reason I'm not turning it off. And then I start getting invested into it and I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm watching way more television than I want to. And I think what it was is I did tell, and I'm sorry, I did tell you that I was going to watch this one, but I, I sort yeah. of ran out of time, but I think mm. I would be lying to you if I said that there wasn't this certain part of me that's like, Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to fall into this again, man. because I heard <laughs> you did a great review and I heard Brian talking about it on PCL yeah, yeah. and he loved it. I know he's really into those shows. So I'm like, man, I trust both these people. I want to watch this. And I, 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 maybe I will, but I, I just had so much going on. I didn't want to fall into it where I was just watching that and not a bunch of other stuff this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, I'm glad you I've liked it. Dude. I've literally just added the circle to my list in it. So at some point I want to check it out. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. There was one other reality weird reality TV show where it was um, 
these people, um, they couldn't see each other. They went on loads of different dates. And then at the end of it, they had to decide whether they want to get married. Oh, love yes, is, I know what you're love talking is, about. Love is, love is blind. Love is I haven't blind. seen that. But again, I'm, I'm kind of in that thing where like, you know, I, I've He's falling into I, it. I, what, yeah, I'm falling into it. So I kind of want to start checking some of these out because like, I didn't realize how much fun I could have just like people out and insulting how stupid some of these people were and just seeing um, what decisions people make in these scenarios because I have a way that I, I think I will behave. And uh, it's just funny seeing uh, it played out on TV. So I might fall in that, into that little loophole and, you know, fall into the abyss and check some of these things out. Uh, Nana, you wanted us to watch something here. I know you're super, like you said, you're super big into anime. Yeah, I yeah. am not. Steve is more so than yeah. I am. And I'll let Steve speak mm-hmm. for himself. But I mean, for me, it's something that I kind of dance around. I flirt with. I haven't quite yeah. locked into it. And we it takes d- a certain. We, s- Go ahead. We just need to find the one anime for you. We just need to find what your genre is or what story is going to absolutely grip you. Um, and then you will just be, you will just fall down the rabbit hole. Once you find that one anime that that captures your imagination, you will seek more stories like that. Well, this is kind of where I was going because it takes a certain, it definitely takes a certain style. And there are certain things about anime that I don't care for. And I know that that's Mm -hmm. just part of it. Like that's just Mm -hmm. how it goes down. For instance, Mm -hmm. uh, over narration, uh, you know, like an inner monologue, uh, overexcited characters. And now, (laughs) excuse me. And now I know that at least I think I do. I'm Mm -hmm. looking forward to hearing what you have to say. I think I know why they do the overexcited character. So what we're talking about is a show called Darwin's Game. Uh, Mm -hmm. I watched this on Funimation. I know Steve did too. I don't know where you're checking it out, Nana, but uh, I don't know if Netflix has it over there. I'm also watching this on Funimation. Um, Yeah, Funimation, Darwin's Game. And if you're not familiar, guys, Funimation is a paid app. My son has it. I was—I didn't even know he had it. I was actually pretty happy about that. So I got to watch mm-hmm. this. Um, mm-hmm. Darwin's Game is a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. What I'll say about it from the get-go without really getting into anything is that I think that um, I think I may have found a home. You know what I'm saying? With, with this show, I, I'm not done with it. I'm five episodes into it. I tried yep. to watch a little bit of everything so we had things to talk about. And um, mm-hmm. But I can tell you that this is right up my alley. Like... Okay. There, there are certain things about this, like I said, that that kind of get to me, and and it actually kind of cured itself up after episode one. The mm. main character Kaname, mm. who is pretty badass in this, once it all said and done, at least so far, yeah. as, as far as I've gotten. But he starts off, and I think it's just a way that they do that in anime, where he's he's, I guess they're portraying him as like a young, naive mm. kid. So yeah. naturally, he's very excitable. He's screaming about everything and, and nothing. You know, he's just he's he's more of a more like boyish manners. I, I'm assuming he's around 16, something like that. Yeah. And um, so when I watched it, but that's the thing is, like, I didn't even really take that into consideration because this show starts off just fucking running like like from, like from the get go. It's a cold open. You, you see Kaname running from someone and mm-hmm. the character that he's running from was also a really cool touch. I, I found that to be kind of like dark and and uh, yeah kind of terrifying at the same time. It's this mascot character. That it doesn't, it's not going to sound scary, but it looks like a goddamn panda, like a baseball, <laughs> like a baseball mascot panda. And I think they yeah. called it the, um, the Manda or something. Oh yeah. yeah the rookie killer. But they said something else to Panda perhaps the rookie killer is yeah. the name. Yeah. So the ones that I've seen so far are rookie killer. Um, of course, Shuka. And then uh, yes. the, uh, and the florist, you know, um, all of these mm-hmm. characters are like super cool. But what I liked about this is that, this is something that I could see. I don't know if this is blasphemy. Remember, I'm not like mm-hmm. anime guy, but I mm-hmm. could totally see this shit being put to the screen. 
but there's mm. things that I would do with it. If, you know, if, if I had my druthers and was able to make this show, there was things, there's things that I would do that, that would, I think would improve it. And what I'm mm. getting at is I don't think a live action needs as much inner monologue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah. knowing what he's thinking, what he's going to eat mm-hmm. for lunch, where he's running to. He wants to know, he, he wants to let you know that it's unfair. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to run into this room. And you know, like, it's very, very detailed what he's thinking about. To me, that mm-hmm. kind of gets to me. But I, what I will say is that when that show started off, I'm like, oh shit, I'm in. I love the, the whole idea of the sigil, the power that these characters yep. get when they, you know, but basically what this game is, or what this, uh, what Darwin's game is guys is uh, it's based on an app and you know, you're not supposed to open this app if you get it. It's one of those kind of stories where like, hey, man, I got this. I'm just going to be that natural character and just kick, you know, click it out of curiosity and then all hell breaks, mm. which is what happens in this, you know. And um, that kind of got on my nerves, too, because everyone in the world is telling Dar- um, Kaname not to touch this damn button. And of course he does. It, you know, and he gets the <laughs> yeah. snake comes out of the screen. He gets bit. And the next thing you know, he's in this world now where it's almost like a running man competition. It's a mm. it's a it's a it's called Darwin's game. And basically there's there's you know, like a one-off where you have to go kind of like, um, did you guys see, uh, boots, uh, excuse me, guns akimbo? Uh, no, but I know the premises of guns akimbo. Yeah. It's just, it's a one against one against one and you guys got to kill each other and whoever die, you know, whoever dies is the one that loses obviously. Mm. Um, but there's that game, there's a treasure hunt game. There's all these different games that come up and it's, mm. and it's all kind of like random when it pops up. I fucking love the idea of that. And to see that done, I mean, it's, if it stays just like this as an anime, fantastic. Mm. I'm not done with it, but I'm fully on board with it. But I think that this totally has potential to become a movie. Um, it's it's not perfect for me, mm-hmm. but I'm way interested. I love the idea of the whole thing, and I, I can't wait to see more. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now that off of the five episodes that I've watched, I believe there's ten. I'm fully in. I'm going to go ahead and just rate it right now. I'll give it. A, I'm going to give it like a four and a half out of five. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll give it a four out of five. Magic chains. Okay, cool. That's cool, where cool. I'm going. Steve, Steve, did you watch it? For me, I've only watched three, so it's not. It's it's. I, I'm like obviously I could be like I'm I'm in. I think it's really when I first watched the uh, I started watching the episode or the the show. I didn't know what it was about. I had no idea what it was about. What I did like about the show is that it got into it immediately. It, yes. it wasn't there. I watched some anime shows that you're just like. I don't know why this show is called this thing yet. And I'm five shows and episodes in. I don't yeah. know why this show is called this. And then finally you're like, oh, okay, now we're in. And it just doesn't mm-hmm. get into it yet. Um, it's a lot faster than a lot of, of anime. And um, is it is it over the top sometimes? Totally. And that, But that's what a lot of anime I watch is over the top. Like everything they say is they're like, I have to get around the corner. Yeah. I got to make sure I make it up the stairs. I'm like, okay, yeah, we got it. But you get so used to it that you're just like, yeah, that's what they're, that's what they're doing. I was shocked by the nudity. I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know that this show was going there. I was like, okay. But, uh, um, yeah, that, that's, yeah. A, that's a common, common trope in a lot of Japanese oh, yes. anime. There's a lot, there's a lot of fan service. Um, I think the reason why probably you guys are liking it more is that this is a bit more, mature than your normal anime this this is yeah. like a, a shonen jump kind of anime like naruto or hunter hunter or any of them ones this is like it's much more for added audience like um on funimation it like it actually blocks off some of the graphicness of some of the kills where yes. like you know you, you see proper blood and guts so this one is definitely for a much more mature audience 
So yeah. I'm gonna. I, I think that's probably why you guys like this one a bit more than some of the other stuff that you've seen. Well, yeah, like when I was when I started watching it, and you know, it's a little bit over the top and all that stuff. Um, mm. By the second episode, by the fir- the first episode, like Dan said, it's like don't click that button. Why not click? You're like, I've <laughs> done that. And then yeah. as he's the second episode, I'm like, okay, cool. And here's the, here, the only issue I have is he's like, you mean we have to kill people? I'm like, dude, this is the third episode, man. Yes, you do. <laughs> this is what the game is. Yeah. You have Anime's to kill a little people. slow on the uptake. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, definitely. He's like, we're here just like, then, everybody. I'm like, yes, dude. That is the game. But, but one thing that I will give the anime and with Kaname and also the other, other characters is that that. Their characters develop. You do see a growth. You do see a change. You yes. do see him becoming more, you know, evolved in the game itself. He does become a bit more wiser. He got a bit more tactical sleuth. Yes. Um, yeah. He also, he also calms down too. Yeah, that too. Um, you also get introduced to some of the other top ranked um, players in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed this so much. I started to read the manga. Um, so I'm quite far in the manga. It does go a little bit left. It does go a little bit, you know, in a different direction to what you're expecting. But the different direction that it goes in is still awesome. Do you know what I mean? You get a lot more characters. Um, they have a lot more different games, uh, a lot more different fights of other people. And uh, yeah, man, like, uh, I think it's a great anime. Um, I give this a five out of five and I would highly recommend it. For me, is one of the early contenders for anime of the year. Oh, that's really that's freaking that's a that's amazing. I, I mm. um uh I, I'm gonna finish this. I'm gonna finish the uh, season. No question. I want to know where exactly this goes. I want to see him grow. I want to see him figure mm. out how to do certain things. So I'm very eager to check out where it goes. So for that reason alone, I'm gonna watch. It. I'll give this. I'll give this anime um th- three out of. Three out of five, um, three out of five dagger chains. Okay. Okay. I think I called cool, it magic cool. chains, but we're on the same spot, man. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Was that yeah. not dope looking? It kind of had like I a spawn it. aspect to it, it a little bit. Yes, yeah. I love, and I like that, and I'm very interested to where they go with the tree guy. I want to know what what he's all about. So, or he, or her, florist. who knows? Yeah, he's yeah, the florist, florist. man. And, yeah. Um, I got to tell you, this it's it's so that's the thing about anime, man. And I, I and I say that in a very vague way, obviously, because I'm not the one to be talking about it in waxing poetic. Mm-hmm. But it's a beautifully animated show. Yeah, it's so yeah. fucking awesome. From the little butterflies that fly up at the beginning, and then the the feathers falling, just all that. I, I wish I could really wax about it more. But being the novice anime person that I am, or viewer, I should say, uh, yeah, dude, it just it won me over, and I think you hit the nail on the head, Nana. I think it might be a, a more of a, like a. I think I might be partial to the ma- mature audience stuff. Yeah, you know the adult audience stuff. I think I like that. I like the the darkness of it, but I just love the themes that they use. I love the these characters and these sigil powers that they come up with, man. I mean, the writing is fucking top notch. And what I really liked about Kaname's character is that, like you said, you know, he's like, ah, nah, nah, nah. he's like screaming about everything, and why is this happening? And you know, like a uh, shoot. <laughs> Uh, Shuka, there's a part where Shuka's nude in front of him and he's freaking out. Now, if I was mm. Kaname, I would have handled it differently. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But that's Kaname. I would have taken also, care of Shuka. I, I have a question for you both. Are you guys watching this in dub? Yes. So that's probably why you're getting more of the super high-pitched um, voice acting. Because when you get the Japanese 
budget, they don't do it like that. And that's one of the things that amazes me so much about dubs is that they make these people seem so much more over hyperactive than they actually are. Um, and and that is why a lot of people do get put off because they're not over here. We're not used to that like that sound for like something that's meant to be like quite serious. You know, we we relate those the voice acting that they do in the dubs more to children's cartoon shows. So okay. that's why sometimes it's very hard for it to translate. Um, I would always say that if that is one of the issues where things are like you know so like over the top, you should try watching in the Japanese. Um, because it's it's not so much um, over the top and eccentric voice acting. Hmm. You know, I'm certainly not opposed to it. I mean, I've gone to the mm. theater and watched like the the, the Ghibli movies. Um, mm. You know, in freaking in a non dubs is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and um, I, I have no problem with it. But I don't even recall if I had an option. Steve, did we have an option? Uh, yeah, um, there was there there was a, a option on Funimation. I just luckily. Yeah. The way we're watching it, I was able to just play what you played because I knew you would have played dub. So oh, I knew, gotcha. or uh, or a sub, you would have played sub. So I just replayed what you played. And what, but it also has a, a subtitle option, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's just lost on me. I just missed it. Obviously, I think I just hit play when I, and that was the first thing I saw. But. You got a point, Nana. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them both, and I can. I don't know why they get so overexcitable when they're using uh, like an English dub. I don't know if it's to fill extra syllables. You know what I mean? Because mm. they have to make it look it like they're moving. I'm thinking it might be something like that, but um, you mm. know, regardless, this show's fucking awesome. It's, yeah, it's top notch yeah. show. It's so, really guys, good. if you you know, coming from someone that doesn't watch anime, and maybe you're wanting to dip your toe in the water and check it out, just from a novice perspective, I can tell you that this is a great jump off point. As long as you don't mind a little bit mm. of violence and and uh you know, a little science fiction and stuff like that, but it's a top notch mm. show. So and, yeah, for sure. And considering the fan service in this show, like I watched high school of the dead and that anime oh. had fan service. I was like every scene. <laughs> I'm like, gee, what are we doing? Right. Like, what are we doing right now? But do you know what? That anime is famous, man, for that. Some of the, some of the fan <laughs> service. And but this is the, this is the thing here. Yeah, like, obviously it's, it's, it's definitely a cultural thing. Um, but like some of the animes are like, let's say for example, High School DxD, yeah, that has a load of unnecessary titties and yeah, arse yeah. shots and them in showers, yeah. But the there's no such thing sport, as unnecessary titties, man. I'm sorry. No, nah, trust me, in anime, there's definitely some. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. <laughs> but, totally joking. The, the actual, the actual story here is really good and really deep, and even the action and the fight scenes that I have in it. Yeah, it's top notch. But then, like I said, if you're someone that can't do the the fan service, you will be put off it. Because again, it's something that you, you can't just like watch by yourself. Because like you know, if you live with people and they walk into a room and they see some of the things, they don't just think you're gonna be watching porn. Do you know what I mean? So it's 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 definitely a cultural difference. I, I don't know why the, the Japanese like having overly sexualized things in their um, animes. And then pixelating other parts. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very strange with the yeah. selection. Yeah. Like, also, the cho- you know what I mean? Like, where do you make that choice? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. It's, it's a, I don't know. I, I'm watching Shiki now. Have you heard of Shiki? Shiki? No. Yeah, I'm watching Shiki. That's an anime. And it's a, it's obviously I only watch horror. So it's a horror anime. And um, oh, okay. again, it's, it's so far it's good. I, I've, I've gotten used to in horror anime. 
there could be three mm-hmm. episodes where you're like, nothing is happening. It's just like mm-hmm. the ground will start rumbling and maybe you'll see a, see a finger come out of a graveyard. After three episodes, you're like, oh man, it's about to happen though. It's, it's, but I'm into horror anime. It's, if anything, uh, I mean, I love how they go over the top. Mm-hmm. You should check out Blood Sea and Tokyo Ghoul if you like your horror anime. I started Tokyo Ghoul, actually. I actually, and I like yeah. it. I forgot all about that. Because someone was yeah. like, well, if you like horror anime, the thing you have to watch is Tokyo Ghoul. You have to yeah, watch That's that. one that's very mainstream. But yeah, there, there's so many different horror animes and they're very gruesome and violent, man. Dude, those, like, they'll bite someone's neck and blood goes, eh. It's just great. It's right up my alley. It's, it's that stuff that real horror can't do, though. Because it's impossible for a human beings too. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. What you got next, bro? So I decided to do I've been doing a lot of rewatches just because of all the downtime. And Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know, there's just a lot of stuff that I'd like to go back and watch again. And there's one, and sometimes I want to watch it again because maybe it's been years since I've seen it and I want to know, do Mm -hmm. I enjoy it as much as I remember enjoying it? And so one of the movies that I picked this week was a movie called Battle Royale. This is something Mm. that came out in 2000. I know you guys have seen it. But for those that haven't, let me just kind of break down what's going on with this story. First of all, I'm going to tell you that it's direct, like it is the direct inspiration to Hunger Games. Hunger Games Mm. probably wouldn't go down the way it did, if at all, if it wasn't for Battle Royale. And I think a lot of, you know, um, movies of that genre are taking directly from Battle Royale. If there's someone out there that can school me and go, well, actually, Battle Royale got it from this, I'm I'm totally down for it. But to the best of my knowledge, this is what, you know, this is what I think. So Battle Royale is directed by uh, Kinji Fukusaku based on a novel by Kushan Takami, which I was not aware there was a novel, a novel rather. Um, mm-hmm. Neil Thalander was the one that actually... Uh, told me about that. We were talking and he's like, yeah, there's a, there's a great novel and there's even a sequel. And these are two things that I didn't know. So I'm going to be looking you know, into this more. Uh, screenplay is by Kenya Fukusaku. And what this is, here's the plot. Basically it's the future and they're, they're in a great, they're like in this depression, right? So Japan, I'm assuming this is all in Japan. There's this great depression that's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Kids are not going to school anymore. Like the the crime system has like gone up like crazy. And there's a lot of it has to do with kids. They're all rebellious. The government's shutting down. They're broke. There's like uh, unemployment's been at, a, at an all time high. And these kids are sort of taken over. The teenagers are sort of taken over with their crime. And the adults really don't know how to handle it because they're terrified by this. So what they do is the government sets this um, this law in motion, this act in motion, if you will. And um, what it's called is the Millennium Educational Reform Act, a.k.a. the Battle Royale Act. And what that is, mm-hmm. is, man, basically you get, it's like, a, it's like a drawing. So you get random, in this case, I believe they're ninth graders. And uh, it's like a lottery system. So this class gets chosen. And it's kind of like thinning the herd, really, is how I have always taken it. It's like, you know, we have so yeah. many of these troublesome kids. We're going to thin the herd one year at a time and make it, you know, and to put it into like new terms, let's do like a Hunger Games type situation so we can thin the herd out a little bit. So mm-hmm. you, this uh, this ninth grade class is actually selected. They, um, they're selected. They basically, here's the part that I kind of didn't get. So maybe you can fill me in if you remember this part. But these kids aren't going to school. Somehow they end up talking them into going onto this bus and taking this school trip. Kids so- get on this there's one kid that doesn't go to school. The rest of them are going to school, but like they, um, a lot of them um, like skip their classes, right? And so like that teacher just pissed off in it, and then someone like literally right at the beginning, someone attacks that student, and then that the uh, no sorry, someone attacks that teacher, and then that teacher is like, "Fuck it, I'm leaving," and then we don't see the teacher again till the battle royale actually starts. 
Right. And also, this is the extended edition or the special edition. So there was, yeah. there was a part regarding that. I always called him the coach because he was always wearing like a tracksuit. But this mm-hmm. this teacher, they show him at the beginning of it. He walks into this chaos that's going on. These kids are rioting. And this one kid comes up and like slashes the back of his thigh, like right under his ass, takes him yeah. out. And what they... What they say in the special edition, which they didn't say in the regular one, was that you know he had left. He, that's that's the last time that we saw him until this other part comes up. They're just little additions to it. I don't think that the special edition necessarily makes it any better, but it does give you a little bit more of a character arc. So this teacher's just done. He's had it, but somehow he works his way into this battle royale act. And when these kids go on this trip on this bus, they all get gassed. Mm. And when they wake up, they're in this classroom and this teacher's standing in front of him. He's like, all right, motherfuckers, now it's time to play. So he starts breaking the rules down to him. And basically what the rules are is this. It's a three-day game. And the mm. only way to win is to kill every single person off, much like Hunger Games. It's, it's, it's to kill every yeah. single person off. They're giving, they're giving them, uh, again, much like Hunger Games, they're giving them equipment. But the equipment might be something as awesome as like a machine gun. Or it could be something as insignificant as like, say, a, a, like a, the lid of a pot. Or a pair of binoculars or something like that, which, you know, I guess you could use those, but that's the idea. And they also have two returning members that come back. Once shit gets going on this, I will say it is dated now. Like the the special effects mm-hmm. are a little bit dated. They don't hit me as hard as they did when I first watched it, but mm-hmm. it's brutal. These kids just straight up from the get go, the moment they're walking out of this, this complex where they are, they're just, there's arrows flying into people's necks. Oh, by the way, too, the other part of the game is that uh, you can't escape. And you also have this collar around your neck. And if there's certain parts of the island that they will announce four times a day, they'll give you the announcement of, hey, these kids died, and this is how many people are left. And also, there are these certain sectors of the island where if you're there, that's not a safe zone. And more than likely, your head's going to fucking explode with that that collar on if you don't get out of there. But to get out of there, you're going to have to battle these other people. So it's just, it's just this, this awesome display of just violence. You know, it's a very violent movie. Um, but I loved it. And, and what I think I love about this movie even more so now is how powerful it was that it got to actually influence all of these other movies. They're all directly taking from battle Royale. The acting mm-hmm. is, is fairly solid. It's, it's all, in, it's all in Japanese. And in much like the anime, there's a little bit of um, overexcitement sometimes. And I guess yeah. that is just like a cultural thing, you know, but mm-hmm. the guy that plays the teacher is the fucking star of this entire thing. He's so, oh, yeah. So cold blooded, man. And so like calculated and like, he just does not give a shit about these kids other than, well, actually, actually I think he does. I think he just hates every single one of them, but the way he, he kind of gets to play out his act of vengeance for what happened to him into this, but still following the rules of the government and everything. And he's kind of like, um, he's real nonchalant. He kind of jokes about it when he's talking about it. He just plays this ultimate villain. I loved it, man. And this movie is, I've always thought it was a classic. And even after watching it now, I think that, uh, it's, it's still right up there outside of just being a little bit dated as far as special effects go and everything. Super strong movie. And I highly suggest people watch it, but I'm actually curious to think what, you you know, I want to hear what you guys think about it. Go ahead, Nana. Yeah, so I think expectations of this movie was very high. Um, I had not actually seen this movie. This movie is like a cult classic. I always hear about it being talked about, like you said, being an inspiration for Hunger Games and for, you know, this whole battle style of movie. Um, it is definitely dated. I think even for a movie that isn't uh, released in 2000, you know, it was, it, it was dated for what it was. Did, um, wouldn't you say though? I'm sorry. On that note, wouldn't you say it's probably a budget thing? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, potentially. Could definitely. I can see it being a a, a budget thing. Um, 
I, I did like it, but I, I'll probably give it a, a three out of five easies. Um, I thought it was good for what it was. I did think, you know, like you said, the, te- the, the teacher was a dickhead. Like, literally, he was... It's the worst. A, a scumbag, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> I just like the fact that, you know, he was, like, happy to take revenge on these kids because, you know, they treated like shit in the past. And um, I, I thought it was just funny how certain kids were just like, all right, cool, we're, we're put in a situation, I'm going to kill. And then other kids were just like, well, I can't kill, I'm not going to survive, so I'm just going to kill myself. And then you had others that were just on it, that literally turned from, you know, mild-mannered kids to, like, absolute killers. And yeah. um, having those two transfer students in that, you know, had been previously in the game, uh, added an extra incentive to um, the Battle Royale. Um I just want again. It, it was hard to you know to stomach, not stomach, but it was dated, and you could tell it was dated for sure. Uh, and like you said, with all the special effects and stuff, like you know, some people were getting shot like six times, and then yet they would then carry on moving. And I was like, oh, that is just you know, that is just so not accurate to. I know uh, the scene how, you're talking about too. <laughs> you know, that is so not accurate to how we know people would uh, uh, happen when they've been shot. Um, but yeah, no, I liked it. I'm, I'm glad I finally got to see this, like, you know, cult classic. And uh, yeah, um, Steve, what did you think of this? Did you did you watch this? <laughs> you there, Steve? Has Steve gone? Did he have to go home? I'm sorry, I had myself on mute. I was sitting there talking <laughs> to y'all. I was like, oh, they're just going to let me. Because I, I like I must be talking over them and they don't want to respond. Good. Yeah, apparently. Okay, here we go. Um, I actually did watch it. I actually did watch it last night. I watched it last night because I knew we were going to be talking about it. And so um, I remember the first time I have a history. I remember the first time I watched a movie like this was Lord of the Flies. And I remember watching Lord of the Flies and being like, oh, this is really cool. And it scared me, though, because I was a kid. I was like, man, kids can just look up and and. um you know, do this, but that's like a classic book and all that stuff. And I think later on in life, I, what was it? it was this from movie 2001 or something? 2002? 2000. 2000. 2000. Um, I watched it maybe four or five years after it came out and mm-hmm. I saw it and I, I thought it was like, Oh, that was, I had no expectation. Zero. I hadn't heard about it. Nothing. A friend of mine just had it. So I watched mm-hmm. the, uh, the DVD and I was like, Oh, yeah, I didn't expect anything. This is a good movie. Solid movie. I watch it now, and it's still that. I'm like, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Now, I don't I don't quite... I think I'm, I'm a little bit with Nana where I don't get the legendary status it holds. I'm like, I, I don't get why people think it's, like, legendary quite yet. I just think it's good. It's fine. It's a perfectly fine movie. But the legendary thing of it, I'm like... Um, for me, I'm like, yeah, Lord of the Flies did come out, and we saw something like this. Mm. But they went further, but the idea was kind of, they took an idea, they're like, okay, we're gonna make it so that we're making you guys fight to the death. I'm like, that is clever. Saying, hey, you guys fight to the Mm. death. I just never, even when I first saw it, I was like, that's a good movie. But then when I heard that it was a legendary, I'm like, are we better real, really? I was like, no, it's just really good. It's just, I just don't know the legendary standard. I would still give it a you know, I would still give it. Um, uh, I would give it a three 
I would give it three out of five scar hiding bandanas for sure. Mm. I mean, it, <laughs> okay. It's a solid movie. It's just, um, and there's certain parts of it. It's like, Oh man, that's, that's really cool. But I could watch the movie and then I probably wouldn't. Cause I, I remember when I first watched it, I didn't go around telling everybody they got to watch this movie called Battle Royale. I mm. never really said it. It was other people I heard saying it. And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I think I've seen the movie you're talking about. And they're like, oh, it's legendary. Oh, it's legendary. I'm like, oh. So it wasn't until later on in life I realized that it was legendary. I just think it's a good movie. And I would, if people are going to watch it, do not think, put the legendary in your head. Take all mm. that away and just say, I'm going to watch an interesting movie with cool kills. Really cool yeah. kills. Now, I will say this is, even to this day, I, people putting this in the same breath as hunger games is ridiculous hunger games does not hold a candle to battle royale and they're not even in the same i think like i watched hunger games and i was like eh, battle royale is just a superior movie but i get why they're comparing the two but yes if you want to see a game a movie that's really like has fun kills cool movie You'll walk away being like, that was not a wasted two hours. It go- the two hours goes by in a that quick. It just goes by. Check out Battle Royale. It's good. Mm. Nice. You know, I think that it's the movies like Hunger Games that have kind of hurt it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, because you, whether or not it's a better story or not, you start putting more money into the production of it. It looks better, may flow a little bit better. You put bigger name stars in it and whatnot. And I think that that's going to kind of kill a lot of people's expectations of this movie. If they're, if they're going to directly compare it to hunger games, I don't think they're going to appreciate it as much, but you know, I watched it in 2000 and it was something like, I like that you brought up uh, Lord of the flies, by the way, because I didn't really ever liken the two, even though yes, there's, there's this remote Island where these kids are killing each other. And you know, the story of Lord of the flies, basically, I think that it was the element of the competition that really Mm -hmm. drew me in the first time I saw that because I'd never really seen anything like that before. And I think that's what really got me. It, was, it wasn't that I hadn't seen anything like that before. You take something like Running Man or something. You know what I mean? The story's been told before to some degree, some form of that competition where it's, a, it's me against everybody else. But I think what got me about this one was the fact that it was the first time that I'd ever seen, outside of Lord of the Flies, because again, I didn't compare the two, kids being put into a competition and and straight up murdering each other you know what yeah I mean? yeah yeah and i think i think that's what got it so but i totally agree with what you guys are saying i, I mean the dating is definitely apparent now it's um i never would have considered it a legendary movie i mean i know what you're talking about when you say that but i think when i, I relate to that is that just that movie spawned all these other ones directly i really feel that way i mean i don't really have proof of it but i mean it's just kind of oh no it they totally and the thing i think the only thing that makes lord of the fly so scary to me is that they were like no 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 left to their own devices yes there is no copy left to these kids own devices they become killers i like battle royale Mm. because they're like i can give a daggone about your own devices some of you probably would have been wonderful children Regardless, <laughs> you're going to either kill or be killed. Your call. Mm. Whatever you want to do, have fun. Now, what I didn't understand is if they say only one survived, how did three walk out and they were like, hey, good job? So that was a combination of the teacher liking that girl and also the transfer student had devised a way to um, supposedly jam the signal. 
So there was no point in it continuing because, um, you know, I think the way he jammed the signal would have made it seem that there was only one person left anyway. So even if, like, they went and investigated on that island, I guess as long as the kids were smart, you know, they would have been able to hide and not get found. So it just made sense for him to end it and then let them guys have an opportunity to, um, you know, have a normal life in a sense. Obviously, while being on the run for the rest of their lives. But yeah, yeah. He just didn't well strike said. me of that. He didn't, the way they built that character, he didn't strike me as that guy. Like at nah, the end he, when he let him go, I'm like, that doesn't smell like him. He mm. smells like a guy that would have shot them both except for her. I he, felt like yeah. he was so torn from his previous year of doing that. And he was just so against it that I think he kind of wanted to go back in a way to, to, he was like fighting justice. You know what I mean? Or he was trying to apply justice to something like that. That's how I took it with him. But, but you're right. You think he starts off as a cold blooded killer because that other cat, the one that looks like he popped out of a fucking anime, you know what I'm talking about? The, the, the other oh, cold no, I'm talking killer? about the coach. The coach wouldn't. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. I thought yeah. you were talking about the headband. The coach Mike. is not the guy. He doesn't smell like someone who just lets them go. He's like, oh, and we already know he's fast in a mug. He took out that knife and literally drilled that girl in the head that quick. He said, that I was an attention getter. <laughs> yeah. And so that guy at the end, that's not a competition. He's like, I'll just take those two guys out and walk off into the sunset with homegirl. Game. Next quest. I have a gun mm. on me. I'm faster than them. So I'm just like, okay, well, explain to me his reasoning then. And then when he resuscitates, he shoots the phone. I'm like, no, the guy you introduced me to would just shoot both of them and be like, well, regardless, she gets away. Mm. But you guys both die. That's my only thing. I was like, well, that's not the coach you built me. Because through the whole, mm. whole movie, he is just a ruthless guy the only part like the only thing that we see that he has feelings is when he talks to his wife and he's like "Ugh, life sucks <laughs> yeah that sucks but then the rest of the time you're like no he's willing to kill and he believes in the system and so when they walk in that coach you introduced me to should have killed both the men and you would have spared homegirl that's the only mm. thing i'm like oh that's weird it's a good ending like a good mushy ending we're going to roll off into the sunset together and, and be on the run. That's fun. But I'm like, in reality, that coach would have just killed him. Game over. No, you got a point. Yeah. Total point. Yeah, that's it, man. So I give it three out of five uh, scar hiding bandanas. I think because of my love for this movie and the amount of time that I've invested into it, I'll have to go one step. I'm going to go four out of five ass slashes. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> that was a good slash, too. It really was. That, that shit looked like it hurt. That dude was going a little bit overboard. I'm like, hey, calm down. I don't <laughs> got a thing around your neck. I don't care. What else? Like, oh, like, you are dying. <laughs> you are. That was the one death I was okay with. I'm like, yeah, dude, shut him up. We're, we're inside. Of- <laughs> that kid was mad annoying, dude. He was crazy. And then, and then his friend was like, I'm gonna miss you. Are you? Or was he always that annoying? Let's just be like, honest. <laughs> like, take care. Brush your hair, kid. <laughs> Let's go. All right, man. Nana, before we go, can you let these people know where they can find you? Social media, podcast, whatever you want. Yes, so uh, my podcast is Blurs Are Us. Um, available yeah. on podcast, SoundCloud, uh, pretty much wherever you can find your podcast um, life. Uh, right now, we're kind of running two similar podcasts. So one is a Studio Ghibli review. Every episode, me and my boy Stevie, we watch a Studio Ghibli movie on Netflix. I believe it's on HBO Max. 
for uh, any of your, well, I say any of your American listeners, but I guess predominantly a lot of your guys will be American. Um, and we just, you know, quick 30 minutes, 45 minute episode breaking down a Studio Ghibli movie. And um, and the rest is very similar to Heroes on Noise, where we, when movies do come back, we do movie reviews and stuff like that and talk about life. And um, yeah, um, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under Blurs or Us. So, you know, would appreciate a follow, a like, or anything like that. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy the content that we put out. And by the way, guys, you can actually find their show on our site. So if you go to heroesofnoise.com and go all the way down to the bottom, you're going to find their show right there. If it's an easier find for you, do it. I implore you to. It's a fantastic show. I love this fucking guy that we're talking to right now. That's Nana Pratt, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm waiting Where's... for the applause. The applause is going right now, so I'm just waiting. For oh, oh is that what out. it is? Oh, okay. You producing now? Yeah, okay, on. gotcha, buddy. Oh, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, wait a minute, ladies sorry, and gentlemen. Sorry, sorry. Before you go, yeah. So, trip still happening? Say again. You broke up. Is these Hawaii trips still happening? No, dude. No freaking no. See, that's a sign from that's a sign from God telling you should have come to CTE too. You done got punished. That is the sign right there. You ain't even that is something I'm gonna discuss with Jesus on the island. Be like, hey, real talk. <laughs> should I have gone to CTE too? <laughs> yeah, you may have missed out on the last trip that anyone can ever take against. You, you never know. It, I'm just saying. Stop. Well, here's what I did miss out on. Someone like you two saving a life. I missed out on that. I yeah, we, on we've that. told that story, but I got to say, Nana, if we had to go through that, I'm glad that I was with you, brother, because that was a very interesting evening, to say the least. All right, then. I guess we're done, ladies and gentlemen. I guess that is the end of another episode. We're going to be into the the uh, 110s coming up now. What so. in the world? You know what's funny to me? Here's, here's the thing, man. Here's the, here's the funny thing. See, Nana comes on the show. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he, he comes on here, gives off his gives off his amazing attitude, his great, you know, his great voice, all that jazz. And I don't think, have I been, you know, I don't think that he's one time tried to like FaceTime me or call me. He only talks to me when we're on, you know, the show. <laughs> it would be nice if we had nah, a relationship outside a, of this. A, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We're not going to talk about that. Shots fired. We're not going to talk about that right now. That's a lot. That's a lie. Every time I see you on Facebook Messenger, yeah, and you pop up here, yeah, I FaceTime you, I get aired. I see the little green signal saying, oh, yeah, Steve's all right. Steve's online. I call you, and you don't pick up. So I'm just like, ah, oh, he's either at work or he's with Bell, so you don't want to talk right now. So then, I, you know, I, I leave it. So but here's it's, the thing. Can't I you call you? Can't I call you? And Dan would know this. If you gave me your number, I can call you no problem, right? Yeah, no yeah, charges or any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, FaceTime, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm saying like on a phone. I can just oh, use you on your yeah, cell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, you you would have to use the internet and probably even do a WhatsApp call or uh, if you've got an iPhone, do it using FaceTime or FaceTime audio. That's and of a, course, Skype. We're, I mean, we're literally doing yeah, that. We're right still now. doing that. I thought we could just yeah. at this point just call people. That's a shame. Always an extra charge. Always an extra mm. charge. Of course, you would know that. Dan has a lot of friends from all over the world. Well, I mean, it's true. Yeah. You, you do. You have the same friends. I'm just saying. You know what, what? G? I ain't got time for this. <laughs> anyway, on that note. Nobody got time for that. Oh, by the way, I found out who you look like, Nana. Who do I look like? Crooked Eye. Who's Crooked Eye? You look like, look up Crooked Eye real quick, Dan. 
All right, hold on. Crooked I think, is just the letter I. I have already met his his doppelganger, so I am I'm assuming that this is going to be a disappointment. Crooked Eye. No, Crooked Eye. He looks like Crooked Eye. Okay, let's see. What a rapper! Yes. Is there some weird? Oh shit! <laughs> um. Now that I've zoomed in. I can see what you're talking about, but I think that my pick, Nana, which is this is going to go over people's head, the picture I showed you of the dude at the hotel yeah, at C2E2, yeah. I think he looks more like you than this guy. But Crooked Eye, there is definitely a similar... You know what it is? It's the beard. That's what it is. Is that what it is? It's the beard. That's I think it's his facial structure. They have strong facial structures. Like the dude that I saw, I know Nana didn't think he looked like him, but this dude had his mm. build, kind of his mannerisms, and I was drunk, so maybe that's it too. I don't know. That's probably it too. But anyway, people... That's it, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank Nana for coming on. And it's been a long time coming, brother. I'm glad that you, that you were able to make it. What can I say? We'll probably put out another couple of shows in the next week or so. I don't know what. We're just kind of, we're, we're, we're rocking this whole quarantine thing the best that we can. I'm hoping that you guys are doing the same thing. I'm hoping that you guys are staying mentally healthy and physically healthy. And, you know, you have people that you can, uh, a network that you can trust in to kind of make you feel better at times. And I sincerely mean that, guys. Keep your heads up, all right? My name is Dan Ramirez. We are the Heroes of Noise. Again, we want to thank Nana Pratt for coming on. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace.